Man, you capping. Capping. Yep. Clean, 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 clean. forget to drop us a line in the comments and reviews because that's what helps us continue to do what we do when we do it and it's been about two weeks since it's been we about it. two weeks but we got excuses as always <laughs> exactly <laughs> we always got excuses why we ain't keeping up with this shit that's right first of all we want to wish you guys a very very merry christmas merry and a christmas happy new year happy fucking new year Ooh-wee. put it in the air Right? <laughs> Shizzle my nizzle. Shizzle my nizzle. Wow, that's a dated reference. That is old school. Old school. That is definitely old school. That's yeah. from back in our day. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't I don't want to say Shizzy my nizzy. I was about to say I don't I don't want to say. For sizzle my nizzle. How how back in the day we go. Yeah. We're not that <laughs> fucking bad. No, we're not. We're not. At least that's what you try and tell me. Exactly. Um, we still look damn good for our age. Yeah, so. not too shabby. Not too shabby, shabby. Little, uh, little, little brush of the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Huh? Well, that's right. Well, we ready for the excuses? Yes. We have been sick. Oh my god! All right, let's get get it out of the way, done and over with. Get it straightened out here. Week before Christmas, the Sunday, the Sunday before mm-hmm. Christmas Eve. Yep. I started feeling it the Saturday before that Sunday. I started feeling the that feeling you get in your chest when you're about to get a chest cold. And mm-hmm. I thought, all right, it's coming because our youngest daughter brought it home. She was sick first. Mm-hmm. Right before school, big, Christmas vacation. School's you know. good for that. Exactly. So I thought, all right, I'm getting a chest cold. I've dealt with chest colds in the past. It sucks, but nothing I can't we'll get deal through with. It. Exactly. Yeah. Sunday morning, oh my lord! Not to mention, I was working last Saturday, uh, and it was uh, it, it was hell. When I woke up Sunday morning, I had to deal with a couple of caregivers that were no call, no shows, mm-hmm. and so I had to make phone calls and try to get you know caregivers out to on, know, clients' on, places on death's door. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm, yeah, and I am knocking on death's door at mm. that time. And this was at 7 in the morning. Mm-hmm. By 7.30, I was ready to just fucking die. Yeah. Die. I was already dead. You were at already the, dead. You were upstairs. Yep. Yes. Saturday, Saturday night, like when you, you said you were starting to feel it. Yep. And you go, oh, don't get near well, me. Here's don't the give thing. me any I, kisses. I got, I, yeah, I got up Saturday morning and I went and had breakfast with an old friend. Yeah, that's right. And that's right, yeah. uh, hung out with an old buddy of mine. We hung out for a little bit, caught up. And I came back, 
And I jumped on the computer, and I was kind of putting some stuff together for a video. Mm-hmm. And um, I started getting, like, a little lightheaded. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get a lot of sleep the night before. And I'm kind of like, oh, maybe I'm yeah. just a little extra tired, right? And I think I actually had a cup of coffee. You did. And I don't normally have coffee late at night, but, like, I was... Nope. It was like, you know how, like, when you're extra tired, you start getting lightheaded. To, like, you're dizzy. Yeah. You know? You're, yep. like, floaty in the head. I started feeling yep. like that. And I'm tell, I'm not kidding. In a matter of two to three hours, yeah, from the point that from the time that I first felt that little bit of lightheadedness, mm-hmm. within two to three hours, I was in a goddamn coma. Yeah, yeah. I am not even kidding. Yep. This thing hit me so hard. Oh yeah, it is the most sick I've been in at least a decade. Oh yeah, me too. And I and I had the vid. Yeah, I had the vid back at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, and yeah, it that. wasn't even anywhere near as bad as what this was. No, no, because like I, I am, yeah, on on the same level as you, because when everybody our listeners know that I have neuropathy, mm-hmm. and when I got that bad virus last year, that's what triggered it. That's what triggered it. Yep. And I thought at that time that was the sickest. That I've ever been, because you even said that was the sickest that you ever saw me. Right. Nope. This thing, freaking. Oh yeah. <laughs> it topped it, man. And it like was. Well, it said, wasn't the vid. We we both took the test. Yep. It and was negative. Found out it wasn't the vid, but it was viral. So yes. unfortunately, there was nothing that any doctors or anything could do to help us. You nope. just kind of no had to let antibiotics. it run, yep. run its course. So it was. I was done working eight o'clock in the morning last Sunday. And right when I clocked out, I laid on our recliner. You were upstairs in our bed. I was downstairs in the living room on the recliner. You were, oh, I I felt so bad. I heard you. I couldn't stay (laughs) warm. I couldn't get up off the chair. I could not stay awake. I couldn't lift my head off my pillow on the recliner. I couldn't. The worst part for me was I could not get warm. Oh, yeah. No matter what, I probably had, I put long john pants on with a pair of sweatpants on top of it, wool socks, mm-hmm. I had three sweatshirts on, and I was underneath the comforter with yep. a heated blanket, Yeah, and I still could not get warm, and at one point, I kept, in our bathroom, in our master bathroom, we yep. have that little floor heater that yep. I like to keep in the wintertime, because mm-hmm. it gets a little nippy in there, uh, yeah. and I would go in there and turn that heater on, and I actually I threw some towels down on the floor, <laughs> and I laid down on the ceramic floor in the bathroom, yep. and I passed out. Yeah. I passed out in there, and I had no idea how long I was in there. The next thing I knew, our oldest daughter was knocking on the door, and she goes, Daddy, um... Are you okay? You've been in there a while. Yeah. She came down and she got me and it took all the energy, which I had done. Yeah. To get up off the chair. To come and yell at me. And I did. Because <laughs> I was, <laughs> I yelled at you. Not because not I was mad at you. Because I was worried. All I heard because, was, hun, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I said, get up. Get, get up, out. Get out of here. Because the last time you were sick, you did that. And it, it was because we were both, we both had fevers. Yeah. We both did, except it was opposite. Me, I was so hot. I thought I was on fire. Yeah. Like, I was taking ice packs and, like, putting them on me because my body was radiating heat so oh, bad. Yeah. I had no socks on. You had on. all the body heat. I had all the body heat, and you had, like, none, but yet you were still <laughs> sweating. 
through oh, your that's, that's fucking a, clothes. That's the thing, though. Like, oh my god, I would finally get myself dry and warm, right? Yes. Yep. And then as I would leave the bathroom and I'd go lay back in bed <laughs> and I'd be comfortable for maybe five minutes. But then yeah. it was like all the body heat just left. Well, this is what I'm saying. That's you're downstairs last... casting spells yeah, and just I sucking swear. all my body heat I away. I swear. And I don't mean to because it was like I was so hot. I was like, oh, my God, this is the hottest I've ever been. And like I said, I came upstairs <laughs> to get you out of that damn bathroom from the heater because you have gone through not this but something similar. Well, my and stomach. You got so, yeah. yeah, your stomach issues. And you got so dehydrated that I had to call the damn ambulance. Well, that wasn't from the heater. No. It that was-, was from all the vomiting and, okay. and loss of body fluids. But you did the damn same thing. I know. You laid in front of a heater for an hour. Because I can't get warm. I understand that. But I didn't yell at you because I was mad or anything. I yelled at you to get the fuck out because (laughs) I love you. And I was like, I I even told him, I said, hon, get out. I love you. I'm not trying to be mean, but I don't have the energy. I cannot function right now, and I cannot function for an ambulance to come, I said, because if an ambulance comes, comes they're gonna have to take both of us i know because i am gonna die right now <laughs> well i tell you what i, w- I got worried at one point because i did i did get a little sick you yeah. know we've, we've talked about my stomach problems in the past yeah and um which have gotten better knock on wood yeah um knock haven't had an myself. incident and yep. i'm a six months now yeah yeah, yeah. but Don't during during it. the sickness i did i did get sick a couple times but it wasn't anything like those episodes no. That I used to get, yeah, and it was different. Thank God, because I don't know if I, I don't know if I would have been able to handle both. I definitely would have had to call the ambulance, most likely. Yeah, and then I would have had to call my parents to come and take the children because I would have told the ambulance, "You need to take me to the hospital Good. as well because I cannot deal with this." Two, please. <laughs> Two. Two tickets to the hospital, Two tickets, please. Please, yes. Do you have room in the back for me there? Yeah. Uh, One way trip. Yeah. One way trip. I can't. I can't be here by myself. And you know, oh. it couldn't have happened at a worse time because, no. like you said before, it was leading right into Christmas. It was the week before, yeah. And you still had shopping to do. Yep. I didn't really do a whole lot of shopping this year for Christmas, but there was a, a couple things I wanted to get. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we just weren't able to function. No. It was. But days. we made it happen. Yeah, I. Crunched. You made it happen. Yeah, I crunched. Christmas shopping, like, and I'm I'm talking, I had maybe five things bought, and we had a decent bit under the tree this year. It was better than I was anticipating. Yeah, you were shocked. Mm-hmm. And it was because, just like everybody this year, things are so expensive. Yep. Unfortunately, I know that there's people out there that they could not even do a Christmas for their kids. Well, you know, Bidenomics is really nailing it for everybody. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly, and it pissed me off. And so I did everything I possibly could. I didn't use any credit cards. Everything was cash. That's awesome. Yep. That was very awesome. I crunched everything into three days between ordering on Amazon because we're – Amazon Prime members. Mm-hmm. So I had the, you know, one, two-day shipping. Right. And then not only that, I forced myself up to the mall, over to Walmart, Target. Um, I wanted to go to Kohl's, but I didn't even get to make it to Kohl's. Yeah. Because <laughs> the damn flu. <laughs> well, I tell you what. But I, I did it. I did it. <laughs> I'd also like to just take a second and, and state how grateful I am 
for our children. Yes. Okay. Our kids are Our kids just turned 14 and 15 years old this month. They both have December birthdays. Along with you. And Christmas. Yep. And as a parent, you know, we like to one-up ourselves each year for Christmas. And I was really concerned that, I mean, we didn't get anywhere near the dollar amount stuff that we've gotten in the past. Yeah, we always like to do the one big ticket item. The things that we did get and and that they they opened up Christmas morning, they were both lit up. They wanted them really bad. The things yep. that they got were things they wanted mm-hmm. and they were both very happy. I yep. was a little concerned with with the reactions that we may may or may not have gotten, but everything went well. Oh, and yeah. Like I said, I just want to say how how grateful I am for how well-mannered and appreciative our children are. Yeah. You know, I will one-up myself a little bit on that. Yeah. Um, I'm very proud of them, too. Yeah, I am as well. And and like I told you, Fred, he was very worried about, you know, me being, you know, a woman. And, you know, I like shopping way more than he does. He was, you know, he, he had to work a lot, and I told him, and, and he was worried, too, because, yeah, everything's so expensive, and I told him, I said, listen to me, we're going to have a decent Christmas, and he was worried about it, and then it was so funny, because Christmas Eve, that's when we always wrap the gifts. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a tradition of ours. Right. And um, I was wrapping them, and I said, okay, you can start bringing the gifts down once our girls fell asleep, mm-hmm. and uh, he's bringing them down, and he goes... Jesus, I didn't realize you had this much. And I was like, I told you not to worry. Yep. I told you I'd take care of it. Well, you know, it between the sickness yes. and my worries with Christmas, I get seasonal depression. So do I. And yep. it really hit me hard. Um, like I said, like the sickness wiped me out. I had yep. to go back to work. Yep. Um, I missed two days that week of Christmas. And we had to get back to work because in my field of work, if I don't work, I don't get paid. Yep. And it took every last bit of energy I had just to drag my ass out of bed and get to work. Yep. And it was a combination of getting over this brutal sickness yep. and the depression that was kicking in. Exactly. And I want to thank you oh, thanks, for man. helping me. You really helped me through uh, a dark moment. Thank you. And um, we're we're getting back to this now. We're both feeling much better. Yes. Uh, thank God. We're both feeling much better. I uh, just did another Headlines last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, did like a two-hour stream. Threw that up on YouTube this morning. Um, feeling better. Yep. And uh, here's to a, 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 a better 2024 than what yep. we had in 2023. Exactly. And here's to continuing this journey. Absolutely. And, and hopefully we can make something of it. Absolutely. And I want to say real quick that, number one, thank you for that. I appreciate that. We we look out for each other. We try. I, as well, I'm not ashamed of it. I suffer from depression and anxiety, and I take medication for it because I know there's no shame in it. And to anybody listening, you're not alone. That's and it. And you don't ever have to feel ashamed or... Uh, be scared or, you know, like, oh, no, I, I don't need it. No, nah, I'm good. You know, I'll, I'll just get over it. There's no shame in it. If you need help, you get it. Because let me tell you something. To try to deal with it on your own. Um, can be hell. It can be hell. 
where all it takes is, you know, take advantage of the time that we do live in and with the medications that we do have, you know, modern medicine, you know, and um, I, I have no shame in saying that, yeah, I suffer from depression and anxiety and I take medicine for it. So therefore, I'm so glad that I do because it helps me. Mm -hmm. Because if I did not take it, I would be a completely different person. And you know this because you have helped me out of a lot of my dark times as well. But that's always been one of my biggest hangups, and it's partially from how I was raised. Mm -hmm. And it was like with this sickness, I didn't. I didn't even take medicine. Oh, I, I stuck with Mucinex. Well, no, I'm just that's <laughs> yeah. what I'm like. I didn't take no Nyquil at night or yeah. or anything like that. I think I took a couple Alka Seltzers when I went back to work. Yeah, but other than that, I'm not a real big medication person. No, you're and not, and never really have been. But with that being said, that's one of the biggest hangups I had because I used yep. to be on a antidepressant. Yep. And I had gotten off of it for a while, and I was feeling really good. Mm-hmm. But we had this recent incident, and like I said, I was I was I was falling into a dark place. And you helped me feel more comfortable getting back on the medication that I was taking. Yeah, and I have since been taking it for a few days now, and I am feeling a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I still have some highs and lows. We all do. We all do. It's part okay, of life. Okay, it's sweetie. part of life. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have anxieties and worries and grievances and stresses. Stresses. Yep. And today's day and age, it's very easy to let it all get to you. Oh yeah. And uh, I'm just gonna life. I'm gonna ditto what you what you said, and then we'll get moving on. Um, it, there's no shame in it. If, exactly. if if it's what you need to feel better, and if it helps, mm-hmm. then then so be it. Just, do it. Just do what you got to do. Help yourself. Mental health yes. is so incredibly important. Oh, my God, And yes. you know what? I'm sure we will probably touch on this uh, a little bit more in the future. Yeah. Because um, if you guys want to hear more about it, too, let us know. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. Let I mean, I have no shame in talking about it. I mean, me personally. I don't know about you, babe, but I me can... personally, I have no shame. And if more people uh, want us to to touch on it more we hear, can here's some here's some sad depressing stories we got some <laughs> we got some sad shit but then we can give you guys an antidote yeah. you know happy you know i i always tell you you know instead of wallowing in it and listening to bad things and depressing things you mm-hmm. know focus on listening to happy things watching funny things mm-hmm. keep it upbeat yep. because that's that's what's going to help you on top of medication as well. Speaking of funny things, yes, there was there was a a vid, It's an older video, and it, I, what was the kid's name? Drew, Drew Gooden. Drew Gooden. G O O D is in dog E N. Okay, he's uh, he's a YouTuber, and yes. he's obviously been around for a while. I think he has over four million followers. Oh yeah, he, he's known. Yeah, and um, he put out this video about a year ago. But we just watched it, where he he took. A masterclass course. Masterclass is a website that you can mm-hmm. sign up for, and their whole gimmick is they have uh, professionals of their field teaching classes. For example, they I'm pretty sure they have a class of Samuel L. Jackson talking about acting. Yeah. They have one with Mariah Carey talking about singing. Yep. And the one this kid watched was Ninja. Mm-hmm. 
teaching you how to be a Twitch streamer. Yes. Yes. And the way this kid <laughs> presented this class and explained everything was incredibly funny. Oh my god, it was um, hilarious. We'll, we'll, we'll put a link for this kid's video yes. in the description so you can go check it out for yourself. But some of the things he was highlighting was how much of a bullshit class this was. Oh my god, Ninja. I mean, I, I don't know the dude. I've seen clips. I've never watched him on Twitch or pretty anything sure, like pretty that. Pretty sure most people know who Ninja is. Yeah. What I'm saying is, Ninja, shame on you for this class, dude. Yeah. Shame on you. You are... Okay, Drew Gooden, in this video, he said, in order to take this class, okay, it's only one month. It's a one-month class. But right. you have to be subscribed for a year. You have to buy an annual membership to the website. And that price is... $180. Right. So, granted, it's only considered a one-month class. You could probably knock it out in a day. Yep. Um, and then, obviously, you get access to all the other master classes that you may or may not be interested in. But this ninja class was so worthless. Rip-off. Worthless. Rip-off. Like Drew said, it sounded like Ninja was just coming up with shit off the top of his head. That? Like it wasn't even, like, scripted that, or prepared. Right off the get, um, the glossary. Okay? <laughs> oh, talk about the glossary. The, the ninja, ninja put out, with the, like, the first thing is he says, hey, you're going to have to get familiar with these Twitch terms. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and he, he zoomed in on this page, and it was shit like, Keyboard, mouse, mouse, YouTube, <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> like, like, okay. If 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 you're a person that has an interest in becoming a streamer, you know what all this shit is. Okay, you're not even interested then, in becoming a streamer. Just anybody who's familiar with the computer. With and the, the you're right, right, exactly. Internet. If you have a, a modern God. cell phone, you know what fucking YouTube is. Exactly. Come on. And then he immediately goes into all the gear that you need oh to buy. Oh my god! Okay. And granted, yeah, if you're gonna, if you want to get serious and you know do podcasting or YouTubing or yes. streaming and stuff, I mean, you don't have to get stupid crazy with it, but you got to put some money into some gear. Exactly. Right. Yes. And he goes, in, you just you, the kid just dropped two hundred dollars on this fucking class. Yeah. And then. The, right off the get, he's telling him, oh, you got like $5,000 worth of more shit you got to buy. Yeah, he said there was, um, oh my God, I can't remember what it was. The cheapest computer that the he cheapest. was, the That's cheapest computer was. that he was advertising was $1,000. 1000 yes, exactly. Which is about average for a, a modern low-end low-end ga low gaming PC. Yeah. I'm not talking just like a, you know, a, a workbook so you can type Word documents. No. Uh, a low-level, basic, entry-level gaming PC, which yep. I'm like, I'm like, my PC's right around there. Maybe a little bit above. A little bit above. A little yeah. bit. Not much, because I, ca I can't stream, like, I can't stream Grand Theft Auto. No, you know but that's what I mean? the thing. When you bought this computer, you weren't buying it for no. being a gaming PC. You know what I mean? Well, I, I got it so I could work on this stuff. Yeah. Two, we needed a computer. Oh, God, yeah. Three, yeah, I got some gaming specs on this thing. Yeah. 
You know what I yes. mean? Like I can play Grand Theft Auto on here. Yes. I can play some of these these like uh Starfield. I played Starfield. That's probably the more recent game I played. Well, what I'm saying is you didn't buy it specifically. Specifically for, right. like Ninja would get. But it does not have the capabilities of rendering these mm. high-end graphics yeah. and streaming it at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. It, it is what it is. It, the the video, like Fred said, will be linked below. You guys have to check it out because, oh, my God, the video. My, my favorite part is when he tells people to wear a hat. Well, oh, yeah, wear a hat and black. Oh, dye your hair blue. Dye your hair blue. And just and, says it. Oh, and, my God. And wear a hat. And wear a hat. Wear a funny hat. Wear a funny Which hat. Which I already have down, by the way. Oh. Check out the, the live stream. You'll see my hat. Exactly. <laughs> and and the facial expressions. Oh, yeah. You got to make goofy faces. Yep. You got to make know? goofy faces. Yep, goofy faces, and you gotta dye your hair blue. You have to and dye kid, it blue. He ended up dyeing his hair blue by the end of the video, <laughs> too. It's pretty funny. I love it. He love uh, it. very well put together, Drew Goddard. Gooden. Gooden. Drew. Not, not Goddard, Gooden. Gooden. Drew, Drew Gooden. Whatever. <laughs> and you know what else I noticed? His voice, his cadence, the way he speaks. Yes. He sounds exactly like John Mulaney. Oh, my God. He does. Like, yes. exactly like yes. John Mulaney. And yeah. I'm fairly certain he probably enjoys John Mulaney stand-up. I know, because he, yeah. He definitely reminds me of him. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's funny. It's, and yet, yeah. And I'll tell you what. Once you check out the, that video, you know, I'm sure you'll get led to other videos of his. And he, He's he, got has, a, he yeah. has a couple good ones. Yeah, he does. Oh, he's, I started watching funny. the one where he was talking about SNL. I didn't check that it one It was out. pretty good. He, okay. he was talking about how a lot of people say that SNL isn't funny anymore. And he goes back to, like, the very first season and uh, kind of goes okay. through each and every season. Wow. And... It brings back some memories. Yeah, watching these old SNL uh, skits and clips. I mean, it was a completely different show back in the day. I was just about to say SNL. I'm sorry to anybody out there, but I think it sucks anymore. It's not as good as it used oh, to be. It's horrible. They, they have they they have a few here and there. A few hits that there that Timo- and the there. Timothy Chalamet drip video. Oh my gosh, yeah. still cracks me up. That is a good one. Yes, and then um, when drip, drip, drip. Man, you bussin'. Yeah. Well, Splish, actually, blast, drip, 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 drip. Man, you bussin'. She's she's not on anymore, but, um, oh, God. I forget her name. Is it Kate something? Where Kate McKinnon? Yeah, she, she did the UFO story about yeah, how yeah. the aliens Yes, that one's, that one's really funny. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's, she's funny. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think she's on anymore, so... Oh, did you bring up Timothy yes. Chalamet? Hold on, let me find this here. Oh my god, this one's hilarious. Man, you capping. Capping. Yep. Oh my god, I love that. Cling cling cling. Man, you capping. Splish, splash, water, splish, water, splash, drip, water, splash. <laughs> that is good. That's a f- and that's a more recent one. That too. is a more recent one. Yes, Timothy. So. Cha- Cha- if you like look, said, yeah, look up Timothy Chalamet drip SNL and yeah. watch the whole whole clip. It's. So I mean, good. SNL anymore definitely has more misses than hits. Yes. but you do get some some jewels in there, and that's yeah. definitely a jewel. Yeah, yeah. My favorite SNL cast. Is would have to be 
the uh, 90s. Yes. The, Absolutely. I'd say what, mid to late 90s cast with uh, Adam Sandler, David Spade, Chris Farley. Oh, uh, Chris Farley, man. He, oh, it's a shame. And I tell you what, even the class that came after them when, like, Will Ferrell and... Chris Kattan. Chris Kattan, Sherry O'Terry. Yep. When they showed up, that was another good that group. That was another good group. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, when Jason Sudeikis showed up, I yeah. liked him, mm-hmm. and that's, I think him and Kate McKinnon kind of showed up at the same time. Yeah. And that's when we had Bill Hader and um, Will Forte. <gasps> MacGruber. 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 I love MacGruber. I love MacGruber. we got to watch that again. Oh, my gosh. The, uh, the, the MacGruber movie. Yes. My favorite. Will Forte is hilarious. My favorite part in that fucking movie is when the, <laughs> them fucking people in that car piss him off and he starts trying to memorize the license, the license plate, plate. <laughs> and he has it written all over the notebook oh yeah that comp book with it just written all through there like a madman <laughs> oh my god that movie's hilarious and then Holy uh shit. what's the what's the what's the other actor that's in it ryan philippi ryan philippi yeah. yep Oh, with yeah. the celery, mm-hmm. when he had the celery in his butt, and he's like <laughs> doing the distraction. Yeah, because it was like they were doing a, you know, um, oh, I'm having a brain. They fart. were on a mission. They were trying to infiltrate the bad guys. Well, I'm base. saying like for people, like it, the movie was made off of a skit from SNL that they were making a like a mockery of MacGyver. MacGyver. Yeah, yeah. And MacGyver, MacGyver. If you don't know who MacGyver is, he was oh. uh, late. What late eighties, early nineties? No, te- that was more like eighties. Uh, yeah, uh, action action television yeah, series take, about this guy that could take a Q tip and, and a rubber band and make a bomb. Yeah, you know, yeah, you can get out of anything. And sure as shit, in the SNL skit for McGruber, yeah, they did like they gave him like a rubber band and a paper clip, and he was like, you know, they showed him behind the scenes, and all of a sudden he makes this bomb that can go off and what? like. Two seconds. But the SNL skits always ended in failure. <laughs> yes. Like, it always ended with, like, the shit exploding. And, and, it never um, turned out. <laughs> and who else? Kristen Wiig was always with them, too. Kristen Wiig. Oh, my God. I love her, too. She she was so funny. Oh, man. Whatever happened to her? I don't know. She, she in anything not... anymore? Last thing I seen her in, and it was horrible, yeah. was... Um, was Ghostbusters? It... No, not Ghostbusters. Was it uh, Wonder Woman, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Was she she played... played Cheetah. Mm-hmm. And yes, that was fucking Horrible. terrible. Yep. That was terrible. That was the last thing I seen her in. DCEU is uh, officially dead, by the way. Yeah. With yeah. this most recent Aquaman film that oh, we have not seen yet. Nope. I'll wait for uh, video on demand for that one. I was just about to say, one. I will not pay to go to theaters to see it. No, I heard that it's, it's not quite as bad as... A lot of the critics are making it out to be yeah. like it's it's a campy, cheesy action superhero movie, you know. Yeah. Um, but not. Worth I the also, money. but I have heard like it's not as good as the, what the first one was. Mm-hmm. And a lot. Of, I mean, between Aquaman, what were some of the other ones this year? The Shazam, Fury of the Gods, and Blue Beetle. These were some of the mm-hmm. DCEU films that came out this year. Yeah. And some of the detriment to their box office numbers was the fact that James Gunn basically announced yeah. that none of it matters. Mm-hmm. That the whole universe is getting rebooted. So yeah. why are people going to spend, you know, yeah. 20 plus dollars for a movie ticket? 
that is not going to matter. To go see something that does, it's it, we know it's done, exactly. you know? So, yep. uh, The Flash, that was another one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we talked about it. Don't want to get into it again. Lord. I but, what, hold on. Be, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Before we jump into For All Mankind, and I'll just mention the DCEU. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. The... Uh, we talked a little bit about Joker 2. Oh, no. Joker 2 is going to be coming out, I believe, next October. Mm-hmm. Which seems like a hell of a lot of post to me because they finished, they wrapped filming, I think, in September. Okay. And it's the movie's not actually going to hit theaters until the following October. That's 13 months of post-production. Yeah, but why do you think that is? <sighs> I, I don't know. Maybe because of the most recent rumor? Well, it's not a rumor. It's confirmed. It's going to be a musical. But that still doesn't explain 13 months of post-production. I'm sorry I'm saying it right now. This is going to fucking suck. It's not going to be good. It's going to fucking suck. How can you take the first Joker, which was very serious, it was very... um, it, it, it had a tone to it. It was fairly grounded. Exactly. Where you... For them to take that and then to go to a musical... Like, it's so fucking far-fetched. Total opposite. Right. It's not like... You know, like... I, I don't understand well, why like, they came to that conclusion. Why? Because Lady Gaga is in it? Like, well, I, think I don't that's care. Why, I think that's why they cast her. But it doesn't matter. Like, no, I, she's, I, she's I acting without you. singing. I agree you know? with you. Okay, I know, I know. Makes me so you mad. and I talked about this the other day. Yes, that it would be a different story if this was the first film in the so-called franchise. Yep. Right. Or if there was a slight musical element to the first one, and and people yes. liked it, and they're yeah. like, oh, okay, well, let's double down on that. Yep. But the first one wasn't anything even near a musical. No. There was a no songs being sung, no dances being danced. Mm-mm. Right? It was uh, basically the story of Arthur Fleck, a.k.a. the Joker. Yep. And why he became who he is, but with the notion that it may have all happened in his mind. Yep. Right? They kind of left you dangling at the end of that film when he was... Spoilers for the first Joker, by the way. When we see him in the nut house, mm-hmm. And they, the, the dialogue that, that takes place kind of makes you feel that that entire movie happened inside his head. Yes. With that being said, I could see the transition to a musical in a sense that they're saying, okay, this is just more shit happening in his head. But to make the entire movie... I get it. Like, no. I don't like it. I'm sorry. That pisses me off. Um, I said this on the show last night that there's only one musical I really care for. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's The Little Shop of Horrors. I was just about to say it. Yep. With Rick Moranis and Steve Martin. That's a classic. And it's been a long time since I've seen it, so I don't know how well it's going to hold up for me, but I would like to revisit it. It's a classic. But when I was a kid, I used to love that fucking movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With uh, Audrey. That was the yep. name of the plant. Yep. <laughs> Ain't that wild. I know. Or yeah. Audrey 2, because the Audrey, the, okay. the blonde girl, Rick Moranis' love interest in that movie, her name was Audrey, okay. and then he got the alien plant, and he named the plant Audrey 2. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I get it. I, I've seen it one time. I one used, time when I was a kid. Well, 
I've told you when I was a young kid, my grandfather mm-hmm. had um, the hell do they call them the cheater boxes? Yes, remember the cheater boxes oh, for the cable? Yeah. Yep. He worked for the telephone company, and uh, he's dead now, so it don't really matter. And this was in the fucking eighties. He had a che- had the cheater boxes, Rest and in peace, Pap. You, you'd get these these uh, like a special card or whatever, and put in the back of it, and it would unlock all the stations. Mm-hmm. And he would um, he would VHS record all these like HBO movies, Showtime, yep. all yep. the stuff, and then he would you know either let us borrow or give them to us. Yeah, and that was the one of the ones that he gave to me. Yeah. My mother had a friend as well that she worked with that used to record movies for Oh, us. yeah. I remember um, growing up, I had a friend uh, that her parents were really good friends with uh, a couple or whatever, and they had a plethora, and I'm talking a plethora of movies that they just recorded and everything. And it was like anytime we wanted to see a movie that um, – wasn't out yet or that was like you said on HBO or Max or something she would take us over to their house and they'd say alright go ahead and find it and I mean I'm talking shelves upon shelves upon shelves of VHS's and okay found it we'd borrow it yep like renting a movie I know, know right yep the when old I, days when I was in the army there was uh, when I lived in the barracks mm-hmm. okay there was a there was a kid and we call it, his room was the, the, the base blockbuster. Okay. He, he, uh, what's the word? Ripped. He would rip movies. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess that was the, the term. But he would go and he would rent movies from like blockbuster or whatever. Yeah. Bring them home and then copy them. Yeah. Right. And record them on his own discs. And he, you remember those binders that you could pick up to oh, put yeah. your CDs in? Yep. And it, like per page, you'd have what eight CDs on a page, yeah. four on the front, four on the back. Yep. He had multiple. I mean, like stacks of these binders, all full all of full movies. movies. Yep. And I'm talking, uh, you know, your latest and greatest Jurassic Park film that just released yep. to all the creepy porns you can think of. <laughs> And he lived four, four or five rooms down from me, mm-hmm. and it was a, on a nightly basis. I'd go down there, knock on his door. Yep. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Hey, he knew why I was there. Yep. And he was fat as fuck, and always had like chicken wings and shit all oh, over my his chest. God. That's awesome. And hey, come on in, and he'd sit there, and he had them all alphabetized, and and had like a like a paper list for each book, so you didn't have to flip through everything. You could just look. Mm-hmm. Or you'd be like, hey, um, did you get the new Mission Impossible yet? Yeah, yeah, it's over in Binder G or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he had so many movies, and we'd, just, we'd borrow them, and he'd make you sign a paper. Oh, yeah. You like, know? sign them out. Sign so them out, yeah. So that he knows, like, bring it back. Yep, he'd have yep. you sign them out. You yep. know, no money. You know, yep. he didn't make you pay nothing, but he wanted to know where all his shit was. Yep. And w- that's what we did. We'd go and borrow movies. We'd grab a good blockbuster film and a porno, and that was Friday night. Nice. 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 I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> Shame. 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 Yeah. You are shamed for that. I am shamed for that. Hey, it's what we did. Yep. It's what we did back in the day. So... What do you say we get into some of this shit that we've been watching? Absolutely. Let's go for uh, for all mankind. Yes, 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 yes. Alrighty. 
Okie dokes. Um, I tell you what, before before we jump into this, okay, Mm -hmm. we're gonna pause real quick. Okay, and we'll be right back. Okay, it'll be a second for you guys. Two seconds. We'll be right right back. That was quick. Yep. It was like like we weren't even gone. I know. I should. I shouldn't even. I shouldn't have even said anything. I know. No one even have known. No, not at all. My gosh. For all mankind, <laughs> Apple TV Plus, this is a, a show that we've been covering since the beginning. Yep. It's an astronaut show. It is an astronaut show. Alternate but, history where the Russians uh, landed on the moon before the United States. Yeah. And they're currently on the fourth season, and we just finished watching, what was it, episode, episode eight, eight today? Yep. yep. Yeah. And it is titled Legacy. And things are heating up. Yes, because in the last episode, uh, spoilers, by the way. Spoilers for for all mankind. Yes, and for Monarch. And uh, we will be covering a little bit of what? What if? What if? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, Legacy, episode eight for all mankind. In the last episode, (laughs) which is... What? Not Legacy. That's the Godzilla show. No, this is the title of the oh. episode for All Mankind. Oh. It's titled Legacy. Shame. <laughs> Shame. Shame. I'll just <laughs> shut the fuck up over here. Please continue. All right. All right. In the last episode, which would be episode seven, like at the very end, we see Dev and Ed talking, and Dev tells Ed that he has a plan to... Uh, basically, steal Goldilocks, which is the asteroid that they're trying to get. That's that's the main MacGuffin of this season. Exactly. Is being able to capture an asteroid, which failed catastrophically at the very beginning of the season. They were yes. going after one, and it didn't work out. But now there's a new one that they've picked up on the radar, and it's full of iridium, mm-hmm. which is a very valuable metal. And supposedly this... One asteroid has more iridium than on the entire planet of, or of Earth, yes. right? And, and the we're I- talking billions and trillions of dollars. Lots of money. Yep. And the idea is, originally they were going to try and capture this asteroid and bring it into the orbit of Mars. But then NASA's like, well, that's going to cost too much for us to be mining this thing up at Mars and transporting yep. everything back, yada, yada. So... You know, why don't we just bring the asteroid to Earth? Yeah, and put it in Earth's orbit. Right. So then it'll be a lot cheaper. It's, right. And so faster to get the money. Faster yep. and cheaper. So and, and then they, you know, they're going to move an asteroid to Earth, put it in orbit. Yep. Well, like you had mentioned, Dev, who is the owner of Helios. Yep. He's now up on Mars. And he's conspiring with the workers that had just finished trying to strike. Mm-hmm. And... With the idea of they're going to steal the asteroid, yeah, and instead of instead of sending it to Earth, they're going to bring it to Mars, and that way yep. the people that are on Mars can make the money that they were promised. Exactly. Yeah. So it's basically a heist, and Ed and Dev, they're space they, heist. Yeah, they recruited the the workers. Uh, a couple or. I wouldn't say a couple, a few, a few stragglers that did not end up giving in to um, what Danielle, uh, the, she's the like the leader of 
Happy Valley there, mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah, he recruits uh, a few of them, and oh boy, it is a a butt clencher because like the whole this whole episode, I was like my butt was clenched because I was so nervous. Like you know, they had to go into one room and get this, and they had to go here and get that, and, and then, then not to mention oh. because because of the recent strike they had, mm -hmm. um. There was there was some grievances going on between the workers and the astronauts. Yep. And the workers were trying to make a statement, and they were striking because they were not getting what they were promised. Exactly. So then the astronauts decided, all right, well, fuck it. We'll do it ourselves. Yep. And when they went to try and do this stuff themselves, there was a catastrophic failure, and a building exploded, and I think a few people died, and the rest were injured. Mm -hmm. Right? They yep. got all burnt up and stuff. So I, well, now, I don't think anybody died. I think they were... Uh, they were pretty it, messed up. They were pretty messed up, yeah. And uh, in result of that, they the astronauts decided to deputize mm -hmm. some of their force, and it was mainly any of the ones that had military experience. They made them sheriffs, basically. They're now the law up there, and they are yep. cracking down. They were oh, yeah. welding, uh, welding doors closed. Yep. Because they don't want the workers to find a new place to organize. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So that's what they're dealing with. And they're trying to get contraband in still. Right? Yep. They just shut the bar down. And the guy that was that douchebag that took over the bar. The little weasel. Miles. Miles. Yep. He, um, he's working with the workers to try and get this contraband in. And what's the girl, the, 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 the girl worker that's the one that's got to swap that thing out? Oh, my God. She's working with Ed now. She was basically the, the girl that organized this entire strike in the first place. And Dev yep. was able to work his magic to get her back on the crew, but only so they can swap out this communication module. Oh, my right? God. Yes. Because in order for them to snag this asteroid, they're going to lock onto it with this big spaceship. And yep. there's like, you know, astronauts and NASA, they're like down to the millisecond on on their trajectories and burn times and all this stuff. So they're talking about how they got to burn the engines for exactly 20 minutes to slow this thing down enough that it'll slingshot off the orbit of Mars and head to Earth. Yes. Dev is saying, well, if we, you know, if we push those burners up to 25 minutes, we'll slow this thing down enough to where it'll get trapped in Mars's orbit. Mm -hmm. And then they'll be able to mine it from there. Exactly. Yep. It's, it's definitely, uh, uh. <laughs> An episode that you are just so nervous. Like, I just kept getting nervous. I was like, oh, my gosh. What the hell's going to happen? What the hell's going to happen? Then uh, uh, Baldwin, Ed Baldwin, he has his grandson with him because uh, yep. the daughter, she's trying to, Kelly. Yeah, the daughter, Kelly, Kelly she's trying Kelly, to find yeah. uh, biological life in a crater that's like 6,000 miles away from their main base. And so she left her kid. Samantha. Sorry, Samantha is is the, the, the name of the girl that's trying to swap the other thing. Sorry. It was driving <laughs> me insane. I had to find out her name. That's okay. Okay, sorry. You, you were talking about Ed's grandson. Uh, yes. yes. Uh, Kelly's out trying to find yeah. her biological life, and she left her kid 
with Ed, mm-hmm. and the kid has all these like medical problems because he was conceived in outer space. He has like yep. heart issues and stuff, and mm-hmm. they actually found that bringing the kid to Mars is better for this kid's health. Yeah, it actually is. Yeah, but you know, Ed's now in charge of keeping an eye on this kid. But he's also trying to sabotage this mission at the same time. And at one point, they needed to get this this communication module mm-hmm. that they're going to use to swap out. But it's in this lockup, and the only way in or out is uh, through, like, a 12-inch vent. So they ended up yeah. getting the kid. Yep. And this kid's, what, like, eight? I was just about to say, yeah, he's... He's small. He's he's very very small. Very small. Yeah. And they end up sending this little kid in there to uh, to snatch this module, which he does. Yeah, it's in a box. Yeah, it's yeah. a little communication module, and they get it. And then um, the episode ends with Samantha. She's they're they're taking off. They're on the they're on the ship, heading towards the asteroid. They're getting ready to go connect with this thing, and she has to swap out this communication module. Yeah. In the main deck of the ship, yeah. where the captain is, where all the navigation specialists are. It's in the middle of the room. It's right in the middle of the room. Yep. How'd the episode end? She goes, fuck me. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> and you and I looked at each other. We're like, how is she how going is she to pull this off? How is she going to do it? Exactly. And I tell you what, that's one thing I do like about this show mm-hmm. is you don't know which way it's going to go. Exactly. It might completely fail, and this thing's going to go to Earth. Yeah. Right? We, we don't know. Or they could end up pulling of... it off, and then it's because you got... There, there's, like, multiple protagonists in yep. this series. There's mo- multiple people that you're rooting for, and you kind of want them all to win, but they can't all win. Someone's exactly. going to have to lose. Yeah. So we're going to have to find out next my week. Gu- my guess, if I... My guess, I'm going to say that she's going to pull it off. I, I'm going to say the same. She's going to pull it she's off. She's going to do something to cause a distraction where she's going to be able to get in there, swap it out, bing, bang, boom, done. What do you think she'll do to cause a distraction? Who knows? Start a fire or some Maybe. shit. Maybe. We don't know. Like you said, this show can get off the rails sometimes. It's pretty wild. Yeah. So we're going to have to wait until next week and find out. That'll be next Friday. Yep, next and Friday. what, two more, right? Two more episodes? Yes, two more. So, yeah. So on to... Monarch. Monarch Legacy, Legacy of, Monster. of Monsters. Also on Apple TV. And also Episode 8. Also Episode 8. Yeah, they both dropped at the same time. Yeah. Except um, this one's titled Birthright. Birthright. Yes. Yes. Uh, don't worry, I'm not going to wrongly correct you this time. <laughs> it's okay. Let me, okay. Get, let me okay. get rid of that. It's Bring okay. Monarch. Basically, in, in this episode, Kate... And the crew, they go. They're they're going after Shaw. Uh, let me just say real quick. This I like the show. Okay, yeah. I like this show. I have been enjoying it week to week. Yeah, but it is full of a bunch of whiny fucking bitches. Yes. Yeah, I was just about to say girls um, and dudes. They're all a bunch of whiny yeah, cunts. It's it's not my favorite show. I'm going to tell you that right now. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I do, but it's not my favorite. Yeah. Because, like you said, the kids, and I'm not talking just women, the the women in this show are annoying as fuck. <laughs> annoying as fuck. And I'm a woman. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I am so sick. It makes me want to just bleh, 
Yeah. When I, women power, women do this, women do that, and women are right all the time. No, fuck you. Sometimes we have to be put in our places just like fucking dudes do. Yep. You know? God. So anyways. Yes. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes. The kids in this show. Annoying. You got two two girls, May and Kate, and then you got um, Ken, Kendaro. Yeah, he's he's the dude. And then you got Shaw, which is played by Kurt Russell. He's the older version. And then Wyatt Russell is the younger version of Shaw. And then uh, the love interest, Kay, which is Kate and Kendara's, Kendaro's grandmother, Kay. Oh, boy, she's about an annoying as fuck. The grandmother. Oh, yeah, the grandmother. Yeah. She talks. They, they, they jump around in time a lot. Yeah, and, and I was just going to say real quick, and then I'll let you say what you want to say. Go ahead. It annoys me more than anything that the grandmother, Kay, okay, it's supposed to take place in the 50s. She speaks to Shaw and um, Anders. Uh, I forget his. Billy? Is that his name? Billy? I think it is. I think it's Billy. Yeah. She speaks to Billy. Yes, Bill Shaw. Randall. Okay, Shaw, who is a freaking decorated um, uh, officer mm-hmm. in the military. She talks to them like women talk to men today. And let me tell you something. In the 50s, there is no fucking way a woman would be able to speak the way that she does. And especially... This is not trying to be racist in any means whatsoever for the audience that's listening. It, It's in the 50s. She's a, a Japanese woman. Oh, yeah. Okay, and she's in America. This is, yeah, this was during the time of, of American concentration camps. Exactly. So she talks to these well, guys. That's the thing. I don't even... I, I don't even think she would have the job that she has. Yeah, Like, exactly. she wouldn't be working for the military. There, there's no fucking way. Yeah. But like I said, it was just... Like, like I said, it's like they, they took somebody from this era and was like, oh, yeah, she'll fit right in for the 50s on this show. And it's like, no, she, no, no. So anyways, in she, this episode. She does a lot of complaining about women's rights. Oh, my God, it's annoying. In this episode, Kate and the crew, they try to go after Shaw, try and stop him because of gamma levels, you know, are rising, which in turn can lead to another G-Day, mean, meaning Godzilla Day. Mm-hmm. So they uh, they find Shaw, and they try to stop him, and it's, uh, it, it was an exciting episode towards, yeah, toward, towards the end, especially. I like, I like the monster scenes. Yeah. It's kind of where I'm at on it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the, the, the cinematography in this series is gorgeous. Yes, Some is. of the on-location shots and, and, you know, wide scenery shots that they have gotten for this show are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. The CGI for this series is on point. Yep. Everything looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your honest opinion, though? Like, I like said how I feel. No, I get you. It's... it's like you said, it's not my favorite show. Mm-hmm. I have similar grievances as you do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the it's the, the political messaging in today's entertainment that yeah. that gets to me. Yeah, it's a annoying. lot of us. We we want to watch something to escape reality. We want to watch these shows and series to forget about Politics. all the all the crazy yeah. things. And I mean, 
I don't remember politics being like it is today oh, when God, I was no. growing up. Mm-hmm. I mean, politics seems to be everything oh, nowadays. Everything. And sometimes you just don't want any of it. Like you said, that's why we go to these shows. That's why we 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 go to these and and like you said, especially in superhero films and everything, mm-hmm. we go to them to escape politics, right? To escape this, you know, crap being shoved down our right. throats. The left and the right, yeah, and, and the it's left like and the they're right. all fucking crooked, right? But, and it's like we don't need it shoved down our throats even more. We get Fo- enough of that. Focus on the story, exactly. Focus on the on the on the characters and yep, yeah. That's that's where I'm at on it. Yep, I agree with you. Babe. It's not a bad show. Like I'm, yeah. well, I'm gonna finish watching it. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, I do like the the father or not the father son dynamic. The uh, well, in real life, father son Wyatt with Wyatt, Wyatt Russell and Kurt Russell yeah. playing the same character. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't remember seeing anything like that before. And the way they're going about it is is fairly interesting. Yep. Um, Lee's kind of. I don't know how it's going to turn out. Lee, that's his name, Lee Shaw, mm-hmm. Kurt Russell's character, the Wyatt's character. Yeah. I'm not sure if he's the villain. Yeah, we keep going back and forth. Like, is he the bad guy or is, is he, he the, the good guy? Right. Is he is he the villain of this series or is he actually trying to do something good? Yeah. Um, when they do all the flashbacks, most of the flashbacks is him being a creeper. Yeah. With the with the Japanese lady. Yeah. Right? He's he's in love with her, yeah. obviously, and he's it seems jealous. like she's in love with Bill. Well, it's like if at that one episode, uh, in fact, I think it was the last episode, or maybe the episode before, it seemed like she was falling for Lee. And then all of a sudden, right. now she's falling for Bill, and it's well, like, she's oh, all, is she just being a hoe? Well, remember, she was, she was all pissed off because <laughs> Lee fucked up their funding. Yeah. So now she's because being a hoe. Because he got jealous that yep. she ran off with Bill on a mission, mm-hmm. and he had to stay behind because of the important financial meeting that they needed to attend so that. they can keep their funding. But he got all jealous and decided to chase after her. He's like, fuck it, I'm going to go get my girl. I get and it that. totally backfired on him. I get that, but at the same time, she don't need to be a hoe. You stick with one dude, lady. Just because, you know, hey. oh, he pisses you off, I get that. But it's like if you're in love with the dude, but that's, that's, you get over being pissed off. But that's the thing. She is building a better connection with this other guy. Yeah, I know. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, like, it's developing. I get that. She just gets on my nerves. I know all. a real-life situation that's very similar. With two friends fighting over the same girl, and one of them got away with the girl. Yeah. Hi, my name's Fred. <laughs> Once upon a time, I totally stole you off somebody. <laughs> but that's the thing. I wasn't in love with the dude. But you were with somebody. Yeah, but then I fucking dumped his ass. I know. So it wasn't like I was being a big hoe. Well, no, that's not what I was getting at. I wasn't <laughs> trying to go for the hoe aspect. I know. I'm just jacking. Just jacking around. No, I'm on the same page with you when yeah. it comes to I'm just this saying, series. She, her character is just so annoying. So that's and all I'm and the, and her granddaughter. They're yes. both like they're definitely cut from the same cloth. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, May, that that other girl, oh, she gets God, on my nerves. She is annoying as fuck too. She she's she's 
backstabbed everybody so yeah. far, yep. and she's still along for the ride. Oh, yeah, and they're still like, May, May, oh, my God, it's May. Uh, it's because of Kentaro. Kentaro got a boner for her. Yeah. It seems like Kate got a boner for her, too. I think Kate, yeah, because Kate's a lesbian. Yes, she is, yep. See, see, so not only is she a strong woman, but she's also a lesbian. Yep. So she's probably got a crush on May, and that's why she's, you know, oh, May can do no wrong. Yeah. Yep. Ridic- ridiculous. Ridonculous. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. That was funny. That was funny. Yep. Um, moist critical. Charlie. Charlie. Penguins. Yep. Um, YouTube. Got a huge, what is he at, like 14 million followers or some shit? He's known. People know Charlie. He makes daily videos and and does live streams, and he did one that you and I just watched. Well, this was was, a while ago. It was an older, yeah, Yeah. but we just watched it, and he was going over this creepy, creepy conversation. Oh, my God. It was like the worst, the worst, uh... Thing that you could ever the title say. the title was don't be like this guy yeah do not which, be which like I love guy. by the way because because he doesn't put any effort into his thumbnails no, and it's always just a picture of him yeah. and the titles don't be like this guy and there's a picture of him there <laughs> I love it God bless him I know I love him he's so funny but this video it was uh it was a guy that came across a bumble profile yeah. for this girl and somehow along the way, he found her Facebook profile and started sending her messages. And it was oh. it started off with like three text messages and then went into these five-minute-long voice memos. Yeah, her name was Kelsey. That were so unhinged. Yep. And like at one point, he's even talking about like, you know how you meet somebody who's crazy, but they don't know they're crazy? Yeah. It's like, hello, Kettle. Exactly. And then... Like Charlie said, he goes, oh, he's never even met this woman, and he's calling her Kels. Yeah. Because he goes, you know what I mean, Kels? And, and, like, and, and. He goes, oh, I'm just sorry, I'm being redonkulous Redonkulous. <laughs> and, and, and then the, the, at the one point, he mentioned how big his feet were. Yeah, he goes, I got big feet and big socks, so you know what that means, Kels. <laughs> or no, that, what, that knows, that's what, that, you know what that means, baby. Oh, yeah, he, he, he dropped could, a baby. Baby doll. Baby doll. You know what yeah. that means, baby doll. So cringy, dude. Oh, my God. It made me want to crawl out of my skin listening to these dudes' voice text. Yeah. It was so cringe. I tell you, throw, throw that in the description, too. I will. So, I will. So whoever's listening can check yes. that out. It is it is the cringiest voice memo I have personally ever heard, ever heard me too. in my life. Oh, my God. I feel so bad for Kelsey out there. I pray that she never had to hear from him again. And... I hope that she never, like, he never came to her house, found out where she lived, worked, whatever. Yeah. Because, oh, my God. Yep, she would have been stuffed into a suitcase. Okay, uh, by the way, what if, baby? What if season two, right? No? Not what I, if season I, two? I, I thought you were going a completely different direction with I, the show that you finally finished watching. <gasps> wow, that would have been a completely awesome segue. Didn't even think about it. I forgot about Severance. Shame. Thank you. I, I needed. Shame. Yep. Shame. I need shamed. You beat me by one second. Yeah, you did. You Son did. Oh, bitch. Eh. Severance. 
Severance. Yeah, I finished it. I finished the first season. We won't stay on it real long. Um, no. I was fucking like, what the fuck? And I remember I said it wasn't even to the end yet. And I went, oh, God, what if she is, like, the owner or something? Like, what if she's spoilers a real for severance. bitch? Yeah, spoilers for everything we it's talk about. Be in the description. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it, and it's true. She... I tell you what, Apple TV got some pretty good shows. They do. They, they really, really got do. some good shows. Uh, I still got to get you on Foundation. Bef- I got to get you okay. on Foundation before season three. There is a season three. What was that one that we, uh, um, the Servant? Servant. Was we it? watched the first season of Servant. Yes, that was also never, good. We never, we never got that. It has it. that douchebag from For All Mankind. Yes. Yeah, in it, Miles. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we maybe uh yeah, we'll get back on that. Yeah, that one. That ended then, up having like four seasons, I think. Well, same with uh, the morning show. Oh wow, I completely forgot about that one. Jennifer Aniston. That wasn't bad. Yeah. That wasn't bad. Steve Carell. Uh Mythic Quest. Oh, I forgot about Mythic I Quest. I love Mythic yep. Quest. Mythic Quest is my fucking jam, dude. That show is so funny. I know. I but know. um back to Severance. Oh my god. What did you think? What did you think overall? Oh, I mean, you gosh. don't have to break nothing down. I'm just curious. Like, what did you think overall? I cannot wait for season two. I yeah. cannot fucking wait. Like, at the end of the first season, I was, oh, my God, completely floored. Like, I I watched that entire first season in one sitting. Yeah. In one night. I told you. That's how hooked I was. I told you. Yeah, I, I told you you would like I it. I know. I know. I, I am know, chalking I it up. Go ahead, chalk it up, chalk it up, chalk it up, chalk it up, chalked it up. I Thank like, you for I like, the sound effect. I by like, the way, I lick my finger and 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 wipe it on the air. Yeah, you, you do a little check mark in the air yeah. every fucking time. And I got, I, I wonder I how many check marks I have at this point. You have a lot. I you have, have a, lot. a good many. I know. It's just because, like, I don't know. Like at that time when when you're getting ready to watch it, it's like I'm not there yet. And then, like, all you have to do is just. Put on the episode like like you did. We were watching something, and then you go, "All right, just watch this first episode." I had nothing else going on; like yep. I didn't have to work. I had to force like you that. to watch it. Yeah, you go here, just watch the first episode, and I was like, "All right," and I watched it. Like I was you like, always what do. The fuck? I was like, "All right, I gotta watch the second episode." Yeah, that, that's how I am. I I, kn- I am very stubborn. Come on now, times. we've been together for how long? Going on eighteen years. I know in what March, you, baby. I know what you like. I know. I know. Yeah. And I knew that that would be a winner. I have my stubborn streaks. Foundation, I don't know if you'll be into it as much as I do, as I am. But yeah, because it's more of what, like, it's Star science. Trek. Well, no, it's not Star Trek. I mean, it's sci- science fiction. Oh, okay. But the the politics in it are interesting. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's um, it's like Game of Thrones, but in space. Well, I'll have to check out the first episode. But it spans over, like, hundreds of years. Like I said, I'll have to check out the fir- it's, first episode yeah, it, like, to see if it hooks me. Well, you said Star Trek. I'll say, it's like, Star Wars. There's there's an evil empire, mm-hmm. okay? And this is, what, this is one of the interesting aspects for me is there's an emperor, right? Mm-hmm. But the emperor is three people. Okay. And... He, all three of them are clones of the original emperor that ruled like ten thousand years ago or some shit. 
Okay. Okay. And they keep cloning the same guy, and you always have a kid, a middle-aged man, and an old man. Okay. And the middle-aged man is, and like they're all the same person, mm-hmm. right? They're all clones of the same person. The middle-aged one is the emperor. He's the one that makes all the final decisions. But his closest counsel is a child of himself and an old man of himself. Okay. <laughs> You, you got to see it. All right. It's very interesting. And um, there is a scientist slash historian, and he, he follows this. It's a made-up science for the show. Yeah. It's called Psychohistory, and it's the study of numbers and shit, and he can basically pre- predict the future. Yeah. Not for a single person, but for a society of people. Yeah. And he's predicting the fall of the Empire. And the Empire obviously doesn't like this news. Mm-hmm. And it kind of stems from there. Like I said, I will check out the yeah. first episode and we'll go from there. Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not a bad show. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. It's, it's your turn to take the lead. Well, we're going to get into some what if. Yeah, yay. Or I could bitch about Rebel Moon for a minute. It's your choice. You go Let's for it. Let's get that over with because I'm tired of talking about it. Yeah, I, I didn't see it, and you said, no worries. You didn't miss nothing. Yeah, not not too much. Rebel no. Moon Rebel Moon is Zack Snyder's latest project. Boo. That they have been hyping up for the last year. Mm-hmm. Okay. And typically, I'm a, I'm a Zack Snyder fan. Yeah. I, I liked his uh, version, his extended director's cut of Justice League. I loved Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch is one of my more favorite movies that he has done. Me too. 300 was pretty good. I remember watching that a lot back in the day. Yeah, that wasn't bad. So if you've seen any of those, you know that there's a, a typical style that he goes for. And it's usually a lot of slow motion. Mm -hmm. And I think he broke his own record on this one. (laughs) That's what you said. Almost every single action scene, if not every action scene, is in slow motion. See, that's overdoing it. That's what I think. I don't know about you. They go full, full Monty into an OP female protagonist. With Sophia Butanella. She was, um, she played in the Kingsman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was that chick that had the, she had like fake legs, but like knives for feet or some shit. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, I think she was in that Mummy movie too with, uh, Tom Cruise. Okay. It wasn't that great. I've seen that one too. That's an older one. I was about to say, yeah. I don't really anyway, remember that um, one, but okay. She, she plays a character named Cora. And Korra is an ex-imperial soldier okay. that we find out throughout the movie. She used to work for the... There's an evil empire, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just say real quick. This movie was originally pitched as a Star Wars film. I was just about to say it sounds like you're describing Star Wars. It was yeah. pitched as a Star... Zack Snyder wanted to do a Star Wars movie. Okay. He pitched this to Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm said no. All right. Probably because they were like, sounds like it's going to suck. From what he has said in interviews, he's been sitting on this project for years. Okay. All right. This is some passion project that he's been wanting to put together. And finally, he got Netflix to bite, and Netflix funded it, and they put this thing together. Mm -hmm. Now, 
Cora, like I said, is this ex-imperial chick that ran away from the Empire, and she's hiding out on this moon planet, right, with a bunch of farmers. Okay. Okay? And the Empire shows up, and the Empire wants the farmers to supply them with food. Okay? They want Mm -hmm. their provisions. And the farmers... The lead farmer is played by, um, uh, he played Darren Cross in Ant-Man, Yellow Jacket. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, I ain't got his name right this second, but it. Everybody knows who he is if, you know, if they are fans of Marvel. Corey Stoll. Okay. Okay, Corey Stoll, he plays the main farmer. And basically, they they don't want anything to do with the Empire, right? They just kind of want to stay neutral. They're out on this planet all all by themselves. Nobody bothers them, and they like it that way, right? Supposedly, there's like a main star system where the majority of society is at, right? And they're all under the Imperial rule. They all kind of, they're outside of the star system. Okay. The Empire's at war with a rebellion, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. And, like I said, these farmers just want to stay neutral. Well, the guy... We had both Dario Naharis's from Game of Thrones in this movie. (laughs) All right. We got Dario Naharis one played by Ed Skarin. He was also Ajax in Deadpool. Yep. And Michael Husman, who was Dario Naharis number two. Mm -hmm. Dario Naharis one, Ajax... He is the evil empire henchman guy. He's the like the leader, of the, not the leader of the empire, but like the main general guy. Yeah. And him and his, his and a group of soldiers show up on this rebel planet, and they're like, "Give us your food." They're like, "No, we don't want to give you your food." So he beats Corey Stoll to death. Okay. Right with this stick in slow motion. In slow motion. In slow course. motion. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So then all of a sudden, all the farmers are like, okay, we'll give you everything you want. And the Empire's like, okay, we're going to be back in like 10 weeks for our harvest. Yep. Okay, so they leave, and they leave like a detachment of soldiers there, right? Okay. And the the detachment of soldiers are all these like muscle-bound dudes, and they're all stereotypically terrible people. Okay. Okay? And except for one, there was one young man... That was part of this detachment that seemed like he was going to be okay. But, like, Mm -hmm. he was at the beginning and they just kind of disappeared and they never talked about him again. Okay. And a robot voiced by Anthony Hopkins that showed up. And this robot seemed like it had a fairly interesting backstory. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, there's a, a pretty young girl that's part of this farmer group. Okay. And the soldiers grab this girl up, and they take her into a barn, and then they're going to treat her very poorly. Oh, boy. Okay? Mm-hmm. The the one kid soldier I was telling you about tries to stand up and be like, no, this is wrong. We can't do this. Yeah. And the other soldiers, you know, they beat him down, right? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Cora, Sophia Boutonella's character, hears some commotion in the barn and comes walking over, and they see that they're getting ready to do some bad things to this girl. Mm-hmm. And it kicks into slow motion, and she goes in there, and she beats the fuck out of every single one of them dudes by herself. Okay. She's this tiny little chick. Yeah. Right? And she comes in there, and there's like there's probably like seven or eight 
soldiers with armor and yep. guns and weapons, and she doesn't get one scratch on her. She beats the fuck out of all of them, and the robot runs away, and we don't see the robot again for the rest of the movie until the very, 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 very end. Like, the last shot, we see this robot again, but now he has antlers for some yeah. fucking reason. Yep. Okay. I don't know why he has antlers or where he got them or why he got them, but the fucking robot has antlers now. Um, so from there, okay, from there, she's like, okay, well, the Empire's going to come back. They're not going to be happy about us killing these soldiers, and we don't want to give them no food, so we need to build our own resistance, right? Mm-hmm. So from there, it turns into this collection mission of Korra, Dario Naharis number two, and they meet up with Charlie Hunnam's character in a bar. Okay. Okay. And Charlie Hunnam's the pilot. He's like the Han Solo. Yeah. Right? He's the pilot. He's going to fly them around the fucking galaxy to find fighters. Yeah. The first one they stop and get is this dude that looks just like Turok the Dinosaur Hunter. And he's like this, this buff Indian dude with long hair. And when they go to get him, he's a slave. Right? Okay. And they, they try and make some bartering moves with the slave master. And he's like, well, if he can tame this hippogriff over here, and the hippogriff is like one of them Harry Potter creatures that's like a, like a horse with a bird head and wings. Mm-hmm. All right? If he can tame this hippogriff over there, then, you know, then I'll let him go. But if he can't tame the hippogriff, then all aliens are going to be slaves. Okay. Okay, so then uh, Turok, he goes over there and he he kneels to the hippogriff, which is like folklore. You're supposed to kneel to these things for some fucking reason. And he ends up riding it, and it's a pretty cool sequence, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I said, there's there's some cool shots and, and scenes in the film, but it's like a bunch of disjointed... Stories that don't connect just kind of mash together in this two uh, two hour montage, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, they get the the Turok guy. He he tames the fucking bird horse and and then they let him go. And then then they move on and they're like, okay, we're gonna go find this general, this great general. And the general's played by uh, Digimon Hansu. This guy. Don't know. Yeah, you, you know who he is. I know. I don't ask me to pronounce his name because I don't know how to okay, say Okay, well, name. anyway, he's supposedly this great general, mm-hmm. and they tell you all about how much of a great battle strategist this guy is, but they never show you anything he's ever done. Okay. Right? They just tell you about how he's this great general that did great things and betrayed the Empire and yada yada. So they yeah. go and collect him up. And he's reluctant, of course, but they finally get him to come along. And then from there they go, and they're like, all right, well, we need more people. We need the Rebellion. And supposedly this was supposed to be like some big comeback for Ray Fisher. Okay. Ray Fisher played Cyborg. Yeah. In the Justice League movies. I remember. Well, he's one of two leaders of this Rebellion. It's him and his sister. And... They're reluctant at first also, and they finally get them on board. And it's Ray Fisher's character and a handful of soldiers that go with them. The sister stays with the rest of the army. 
Okay. So they don't get the whole army. They just get Ray Fisher and a couple guys. Mm-hmm. Right? And eventually, they get all these people together, and the Empire catches up to them, and they have this slow-motion battle. Mm-hmm. And there's there's one scene in particular with Ray Fisher jogging in slow motion that I thought was never going to fucking end. He was running up this slope to where there's like a guy in a big gun, yeah. right? And he's running up this slope to get to him. Yeah. And it just, I swear to God, it seemed like it took fucking forever for him <laughs> to run up this damn slope. And it was just like, like this. <laughs> right? Real close up on his face, running in slow motion. Gets all the way up there, and he saves the day, but in the process gets killed. Yeah. Right? So his sister can take charge in the next movie. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And then you got Korra. Korra beats the hell out of Dario Naharis, number one. Of course. Of course. Without a scratch. And I'm talking, there's like... A half of an, of an imperial army with machine guns, and they're all shooting at her. And but of course, because woman beats all. Exactly. Yep. Women so um, eventually, they, they 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 beat him up, and they take their crew, and they all go back to the farm, and that's kind of where the movie ends. They're like, "All right, we're here at the farm now. The general's supposedly going to start training these farmers how to be soldiers, and there's going to be a part two to this movie that comes out in April." Oh, Lord, help us. Now, this movie was two hours and some change, okay? It sounds like the most boring, um, stupid movie. It wasn't good. (laughs) I've ever heard of. It wasn't good, okay? Um, I'm sorry. Nothing that you said made me want to even fathom this movie, like, Oh, yeah, I'll check it out. They could have no. cut 30 minutes out of this film just by getting rid of the slow motion. Yeah, that's what you said. So You're telling me too much. They could have... They, yeah, too much slow motion. I get it. Slow motion is cool if done correctly, but it can't be everything. Exactly. It can't be the whole goddamn movie. No. You know what I mean? No. So, I was saying, this movie's like two hours and some change. And supposedly, there's a director's cut. Mm-hmm. That is supposedly much better. I don't believe it. My question is if you knew this version is not as good as the other version, why would you really? Why the fuck would you lead with the shit version? Exactly. It makes no sense. Here's it the timeline no Rebel Moon Part 1 just came <laughs> out. In six months from now, the director's cut will come out, which will be like two months after part two. Oh, God. Part two comes out in April, and then there's a director's cut of part two that will come out six months after that one comes out. They're doing shit back ass words, or they're lazy. It doesn't make any sense to me. I think it's laziness. I think it's lazy, or they just don't give a shit. The only thing I could think of is maybe they had to cut it down because they did put this in theaters for a short run. Yeah, but... And there has... I think there's time constraints for certain films to be in a theater. Well, maybe he should um, slack off the slow motion for every fucking scene. No offense. I mean, he's he's good. Don't get me wrong. But you don't have to do it for 
every flipping action scene. Like, you don't need to. Even running. You don't have to do it for running all the time. Mm-mm. Just have him run at a normal pace. You don't got to make it slow motion. He would have got up that ramp in three seconds exactly. instead of 25. <laughs> or, like, 45. I'll show you that cl- the, the clip I'm telling you about. Ooh, there's another part in this, in this movie that uh, threw me for a fucking loop. Dario Naharis won... The, the evil empire guy, mm-hmm. there's a portion of this film where he's, like, in recovery mode, right? Mm-hmm. And he's, like, on his ship, and he's in his, like, private chambers. And so, some guy comes in to talk to him, and as he's talking, like, he's kind of walking backwards, and this big, nasty squid thing, like, wraps all around him. Oh, God. And he's got, like, these scars and shit on his chest from where, like, the suckers go. Okay. Okay. And this squid thing wraps all over him, and we cut away, never to address it. So we have no idea why this thing's sucking on his teeth. I have no idea what this thing is, <laughs> what the fuck it's doing, like why, it, it, what is yeah. the purpose of it? Just to have a creepy squid? Just like, to have something weird. Is it some kind of weird fetish? I don't know, maybe. I don't get it. Maybe, maybe a writer has a fetish So, I don't suckling. know. Rebel Moon. I'll probably watch the second one just so I can watch it and, and talk about it. But like I said, it sounds like it wasn't the greatest. Yeah, it wasn't that good. I'm very glad I did not watch it. Very, very glad. I might make you watch it just for shits and giggles. No, you will not. That way you nope. get, that way you can properly complain about it. I'm good. I'm good. Now, um, we're on to what if now, right? Yeah, we got okay. we got that. Leave the world behind. You want to talk about that for a minute? Okay, talk. You can talk about that. Talk oh. about leave leave the world behind. All That's right. also on Netflix. Yes, it's also on Netflix. This stars Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke. And um, how do you say his name again? Uh, Maher- Mahersha Ali. Yeah, that's it. I never want to butcher his name because he is a very good actor. Yes, he is. That's yes. our future Blade if they ever get their shit together. Yeah. Well, this movie, um, it it shows people what would happen in a catastrophe if basically the, our satellites went down. If it Spoilers. It's a cyber attack. Okay, these hackers, they they do a cyber attack on our satellites and everything, and it throws the world into freaking chaos. Julia Roberts, she plays the weirdest woman character I've ever seen in a film. She she acts like um, like at one point, like in the beginning, you think, OK, she's normal. She's a she's a wife. She's a mother. Um, she seems down to earth. Then all of a sudden, they get to, she, she tells her husband, like, they originally live in the city in New York. So she rents a Airbnb okay. in the country. She's like, okay, let's get away from the city. I've been working hard. Uh, Ethan Hawke, her husband, you know, you've been working hard, blah, blah, blah. Let's, let's get away and, and do a little vacation with the kids. And the little girl is obsessed with Friends, the mm. TV show. Mm-hmm. So, on their way up there, little girl's watching her tablet. Um, Her brother, he's a teenage kid. He's listening to music or whatever, watching whatever he's watching. And it's like you start noticing that 
the radio stations are starting to go staticky and the Wi-Fi or whatever, the, the internet on their iPads isn't working. So that slowly, like, things start yes, not working. Exactly, anymore. exactly. So they get to this uh, beautiful fucking house in the country that anybody in our situation totally made for TV or movies because, yeah. yeah, like, we'd be able to afford that. Uh, just real quick. What do you think it cost for them to rent that place? Oh, Jesus. Because they were renting. Okay, renting? You're talking probably... 10G a night? Oh. Easy. 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 The play, it was like okay, a mansion right. out in the middle of the woods. Yeah, okay. Not not even not even a night. Let's just say 10G a week. A week. Because... I think that's being generous. Well, I remember... I've seen it, some pretty wild In ones. the movie, remember he said, I'll give you like half back now, and it was... It was less than ten thousand. I know okay. that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Anyways, um, it the cyber attacks. Yeah, it's it's that, hard. It's hard to explain. Okay, you guys just have to watch it to interpret it. Interpret it for yourself, because when me and you watched it, we thought aliens. Because remember, there was loud screeching noises. Um, the the Teslas that can drive, you know, that are self-driven, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're driving and smashing into each other. Um, for some weird reason, Julia Roberts' character, like I said, at first she seems like down to earth and really cool, like wife, uh, mom, and then all of a sudden, uh, Ma- ha- Mahers- say- Mahershala, Mahershala, okay, Mahershala Ali, him and his daughter show up, and she's like. Can I help you? And, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, this is our house. All of a sudden, she house. turns into this racist piece of shit. Oh, yeah, this racist <laughs> bitch. Okay? not Here's the thing, okay? They they show up to hold, the hold, house. Hold, real, real, real quick. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, it, like you said at the beginning. At the very beginning of this movie, it opens mm-hmm. up with her packing the bags. Yeah. And the husband's just waking up. She brings him, like, breakfast in bed yeah. and coffee. And she's like... Well, I figured that if I made the reservations and I packed the bags, there's no excuse for anybody to say no. Like, yeah. she's planning this great vacation for everybody. Yeah, and, and it's I like, thought, oh, that's kind of cool. I thought, that's a good wife. Yeah. That's a good mom. Yeah. You know, taking things into her hand. And then they get to the beautiful house, and she goes, all right, I'm going to go into town. I'm going to buy groceries. Hey, let's go to the beach for today. And then the kids are at the pool, and... He's like, hey, let's get a little something-something before we go to the beach or whatever. And she goes, all right, we've got a half an hour until they're done being occupied outside. And it's like, all right, sure as shit. She goes up, gives her husband a quickie. I mean, that's a fucking awesome way. Yeah, Come on, man. Yeah, well, yeah. You know? So then, like I said, after they go to the beach and they deal with, like, that damn uh, oil tanker that comes crashing into the beach. Anyways, they, like I said, Mahershala Ali and his daughter... The daughter's a bitch, too. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. She is a bitch. Well, it's, it, it was a commentary on how tribal people can be. Yes. All right? Yes. Um, people, uh, us, us humans, we're tribal by nature. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's part of our primitive monkey brains mm-hmm. that we keep close with those closest to us, and everybody else is a fucking outcast. Yes. And 
especially today's day and age, there's no trust. No. I know it's very hard to trust anybody. Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of what they were going with, you know? That's why they you had this rich white family that rented this beautiful home out in the middle of nowhere, and then you had these stranger black couple, and it seemed like a couple at first, but it's father and daughter, mm-hmm. that shows up in the middle of the night out of nowhere. Yeah. With, was no, like, with no ID. Yeah. Right? Like, there was... There were things thrown in there to cause suspicion intentionally yeah. to just kind of translate how tribal people can be. Yeah, absolutely. Well, like I said, it was just weird how she reacted because they show up and, you know, the Mahershala Ali and his daughter, you know, he's in a suit and she's in like this ball gown. And I mean, it's not like they were these homeless looking people, black people people that came off the street you know Mm -hmm. and that's how julia roberts character treated them she was like how do we know that you live here you know this and that and Mm -hmm. it's like yeah i understand he didn't have id but when he came in it was like they knew where the cups were they knew where the glasses were and then there was a liquor cabinet he had a key for he had a key for it but he fumbled he did fumble fumble for the key and that made me think like are these actually his keys, or did he, he break it? Did they take these from the actual owner? Yes. Like, that, it was all intentional to, yeah, to, to throw you to, off. To throw you yeah. off and cause tension between these two couples. Yes. It was It was just the mere fact of, like, Ethan Hawke, his character, he was, yeah, he, he was a, a little leery as well, but nowhere near what Julia Roberts was. Like, Julia Roberts' character was like, Ethan Hawke's character it was like a super laid back pushover. Yeah, he was. He was a big pushover. An- Anti-confrontation. Yes. Uh, yes. Even at one point when they were um, trying to get through to Kevin Bacon's character. Yeah. You know, he straight up he's like admitted, like, I'm not a man's man. He's like, I'm mm-hmm. weak. Yep. I don't know what to do. I'm just trying to save my kid. Yeah. You know, yeah, and kid end, ends up getting sick. Oh, God, that part, that was fucking uh, creepy. Oh, his fucking teeth started falling out. Yeah. I didn't like that. I did not like that either. He just started, like, pulling them out like they were just, like, fucking, mm-hmm. like, nothing. And like, like, like pulling a petal off of a flower. That's how easily he was pulling his teeth out. What was that about? Well, remember, he was walking through the woods, and he got bit by a tick. Yeah, but what? That doesn't make your teeth fall no, out in 24 hours, No, dude. Lyme disease does not kick in that fucking quick. No. And does it make your teeth fall out? No, it doesn't. I Not that I know. I, I mean, no. I'm, I'm no professional on Lyme disease, but... Okay, I have I seen... I don't think your teeth are going to fall out in less than 24 hours. I've seen YouTubers that suffer from Lyme disease, and their teeth are beautiful. They do not fall out. Are they real teeth, or they wouldn't? They teeth? are real teeth. <laughs> They're, okay, this isn't George Washington era. My teeth are made of wood. <laughs> the wood. <laughs> no, it was just like I said. I I understand the um, the the message that they were going for, but at the same time, it was like Julia Roberts, her character. It was making me angry sometimes because it was like even after they kind of like bonded, like her family and then him and his daughter, mm-hmm. because they had nowhere else to go. You know they they welcomed Julia Roberts' family and back into their home after they left right he said yes come back in yeah. and she was still being an asshole and it I was kn- like uh, like i said i understand the messaging but it was like just right off the get i thought wow she's being really fucking ignorant yeah really well, ignorant. she was she well right at the beginning too remember she said she's like i fucking hate people oh yeah she said she hated people but then on only what, that what did she do she was like an insurance adjuster or some shit yeah something i can't remember but 
The one thing that that pissed me off was when they came to the door, she said something along the lines of, you don't look like the type of people that would live here. She said that to them. Yeah. I mean, she, fucking pure racist oh, yeah. right there. Yeah. It's like, what, you're saying that black people can't be fucking millionaires too? Come on, <laughs> right. bitch. Like, 2023, Exactly. Come on. Holy shit. Yeah. I, I just thought that was really you know, I was kind of surprised. I don't remember ever seeing Julia Roberts playing a role like this. No, she's never really. She's always like the bubbly, ditzy. Yeah. Showing her big professional, mouth. Professional woman or whatever. I'm sorry, no offense, but Julia Roberts, she has a horse mouth. She's got a big mouth. Oh, my God, huge teeth. Horse, I'd huge smooch mouth. it. No, God, no. I'd not. smooch it. No, uh-uh, no. I she, think she's hot. I do I not. I think she's nope. still good looking. Nope, I don't think. She, I've never found her attractive. I've never thought she was. Her, mm-hmm. um. Nope. What is it, her niece? Her niece Emma. is Emma. Emma yeah. Roberts. She's cute. She's cute, yes. She's cute. No offense, Emma, but I no, your aunt just doesn't do it for me. Does, no. it, does it for me? That's fine. I I'm like I'm straight, but I mean, like, here's the thing: I'm straight, and and I find other women, yeah, pretty. But I just, yeah. I don't know, just she just never. She pretty, has a horse face. Pretty woman. She's not a pretty woman. Yes, she is. She's a horse facey woman. Ugly. Shame. No shame, shame on her. <laughs> shame. shame on her. Um. So yeah. Anyways, you guys do need to check it out. Um. I did not like the ending of that movie. That movie was. A horrible ending. Horrible, horrible well, ending. The, the en- well, I wouldn't say. At least... No, you hated it too, don't you? Fucking hold, do well, that. Hold on a second. The ending was designed to leave you hanging in a sense of what exactly is happening, right? Like you and I were like, I kept thinking aliens, right? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking aliens because one, like the Tesla scene. It made me think of uh, Maximum Impact. Yeah. Remember that movie with yes. Emilio Estevez? I love that movie. That that ended up being Aliens. Yeah. It was Aliens, and remember they showed the Earth at the end? The Earth was, like, egg-shaped? Yeah. I don't yeah. know how, the, whatever they did. Yeah. But then there was another part of that movie where Mahershala Ali's character was talking about how, you know, he worked in some kind of top-secret government Type work. Well, he worked and, like uh, with stocks and everything. And he was talking about how he had heard about this destabilization. Um, what's the word I'm looking? No, I don't want to say mission, but it was a way for a government to, for one country to destabilize another country. It was like the richest people in in the world. That was like a, a secret group, is but, what he was talking about, right? No, no, he did talk about. About that, but yeah. what he was talking about is it could it could have been some of the other superpowers in the world mm-hmm. banding together. Uh, that's right to that's right. come at the United States. That's true, yeah. and yeah, they, exp- they kept hearing explosions, which that, we have, which we eventually seen what that was about. But what about that loud? But the, no- yeah, yeah, that I'm not sure about. That's what made us. But think he aliens. talked about he talked about how they may have capabilities to broadcast a signal like that from the satellites. And remember, they kept showing the satellite. Mm-hmm. They could broadcast yep. some type of signal like that that would whatever you know, like a dog whistle for people. Yeah, it looked fucking terrible. Like I said, I I get. That the ending, yeah, it makes you interpret your own, you know. Come to your own conclusion. Yeah. But at the same time, I thought it sucked, the the ending. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed well, the movie, you, you know, but. In, you oh. don't like cliffhangers. No. Or non-resolutions. Exactly. 
I've in, never been in, in movies. I've never liked like, it. Inception. I love that movie. I, I think Inception's great. I like it. It's just I did not like. You didn't like the ending. Like, because was it, he dreaming or was he awake? Well, there are. Fucking tell me, damn it. Tell me. There are other things besides the top in that movie that will give you the answers you're looking for. So was he dreaming or was he awake? I'm not going to tell you. Oh, don't fucking do that. It's been how many years? It's how old? Oh, you're saying shit. Don't you fucking do that to me. Now I'm not going to be able to sleep. So when we're done recording, you're going to fucking tell me. Okay. Okay. Deal. Deal? Deal. All right, on to what if, baby. What if? <laughs> All right, well, Season hey. Season two. Real quick, um, if you got Netflix, watch Leave the World Behind. Mm-hmm. Don't watch Rebel Moon. I mean, you can if you want, but... Watch it at your own discretion. Watch it at your own discretion. <laughs> I mean, look, I mean, art is subjective. Everybody has their own opinions. Everybody has okay? their own interests Everybody and has their own yep. interests and tastes. There are some people out there that I'm sure are loving this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay? I like a little more context with my action. I like to know where these people are coming from and where they're going. Not so much slow motion. I'm not a... Big fan of unknown squids <laughs> wrapping people up with no explanation. An action scene that is at normal pace, not slow motion. Not a huge fan of knowing who's going to be the traitor. Yeah. Like, as soon as you fucking meet the guy, <laughs> you're like, oh, that's the guy that's going to fucking turn on them all. You want a little mystery. I like yeah. a little mystery. I do as well. Like yeah. Severance. Yeah. Severance was a good mystery. That was a very good mystery. Yeah. Like I said, it was like probably the th- third to the last episode I was kind of like thinking ooh it's her like she's gonna be the one when she wakes up alright so we're gonna get into a little bit of Marvel news Uh, a real quick bit before we get into this what if thing I found out Fantastic Four is they're gonna start filming in May of this year or of 2024 okay they were supposed to start filming I believe in January and we were supposed to be getting a cast, like an official cast announcement. I was just about to say, that's what I'm scared of. But we still have not gotten anything official yet. And the last I've heard is fucking Pedro Pascal is still in the lead to play Reed Richards. And I fucking hate it. I hate it. It's it's not Reed Richards. It's not. It, it's nothing against Pedro Pascal. I no. think he's a phenomenal actor. Yeah. Um, he's been in the business for a very long time, yep. I found out. He's been around a lot longer than I thought. Yeah. But um, he's not he's Reed not, Richards. He's not Reed Richards. No. He's not my Reed Richards. No. Uh, another no. thing, uh, supposedly this, this Fantastic Four film is going to be taking place in an alternate universe. Okay. Since we're technically in the multiverse saga. Yeah. And so they're going to be in another universe... And we're supposedly going to have a better understanding of Secret Wars and how that's all going to go down and how the incursions and all that shit happen. And by the end of this film, their their universe is going to probably get destroyed. Mm -hmm. And Reed Richards will come up with some kind of fantastical device to where they can jump multiverses and that's how they'll probably end up in the 616. Okay. Or 19999 or whatever the hell you want to call it. Whatever Earth it's going to be, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. I'm curious. I'm, I'm... I am as well, but it's like I'm not excited at the same time because when they put out... Yeah. That... 
I'm exactly. gun shy. I That's have become right yep. I have become very gun shy with the Marvel properties. Yeah. Okay. That's how, Loki yep. was incredible. Yep. But other than that, every other thing that Marvel has put out in the year 2023, minus Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, has been shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. Unfortunately, even the second season of What If, I mean, there were some episodes that I enjoyed, but overall, I was not impressed. I like this season. Like you said, I there was episodes that were better than others. Yep. Um personally myself, I think the the finale for the first season was better. Oh my god, yeah. Than yeah. what we got this year. Um yep. And there's a another running theme mm-hmm. throughout the majority of these episodes in the second season of the second season of what if and it's back to the messaging women power women power Blech. what's uh we'll just we'll, we'll we'll go through each one of these episodes okay okay briefly we're not gonna break down every single one yeah all right but the season started off with what if nebula joined the nova Corps? Mm-hmm. this one was pretty bland mm-hmm. um Probably out of all the episodes, if they were going to make this episode, I'm glad this was the first one. If this yeah. was one they would have dropped, like, episode eight yeah, or seven or something like that, I would have been more disappointed. Like, you get all these bangers, and then they throw this dud in the middle. Well, we do have a dud. They threw this dud at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it more than you did and our girls did. Mm-hmm. Only because I like Blade Runner. Yeah. Um. And this episode is very Blade Runner esque. I know. I know. It's the just, just the the sound design, the storyline. I just felt bleh. But it was a dud. Yeah, it was bleh. a dud. Yep. Um. Then we go into episode two, which is what if Peter Quill attacked Earth's mightiest heroes? Mm. This one was all right. I liked yeah. the the alternate Avengers. Yeah. That they had. It was, uh, what, like in the 80s, right? Yes. yes. And instead of the Avengers that we're all familiar with, they had some of the older characters, like Hank Pym as mm-hmm. Ant-Man, not Scott Lang. Mm-hmm. And if you remember in Ant-Man 2, or Ant-Man and the Wasp, the second movie, yeah. you had Lawrence Fishburne in that movie yes. playing a character called Goliath. Mm-hmm. He was like Hank Pym's partner. Exactly. Right? Yep. Um. Instead of T'Challa, Black Panther, we had his father, T'Chaka, mm-hmm. as the Black Panther. Instead of Captain Marvel, we had Marvel, yeah. who was, uh, what, Diane Keaton? Is that who no. played her? Uh, no, not Diane Keaton. No. It was uh, fucking <laughs> <laughs> Diane Keaton. Oh, fucking um, I know. Annette Benning. Annette Benning. Annette Benning, Diane Keaton. I Annette. Was way off. Samsonite. I was way off. <laughs> yes. So, uh. Yes, yes. Samsonite. I was way off. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. It. Annette Benning. Right? Annette Benning. Annette Benning. Marvel. So he played Marvel in the Captain yep. Marvel movie. And is that all of them? I'm missing somebody. Right? Am I missing someone? Um, I don't think. I, I think that's all of them. 
Peggy Carter wasn't one of them, right? Uh, no. I don't think she was in that episode. No, she didn't come in until... Um, oh, God, what episode did she come in? I can't remember. Oh, Thor showed up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Thor eventually showed up. Um, basically, this episode was... We know from the first Guardians of the Galaxy, Peter Quill was abducted by Yondu, and Yondu had a change of heart. He was hired by Ego Mm -hmm. to kidnap Peter Quill and bring him to Ego, but Yondu decided not to, kept Peter, and Peter became a Ravenger and became Star-Lord. Yep. This is what if Yondu actually followed through and took Peter back to Ego. Mm -hmm. And young Peter Quill is given the celestial powers of Ego and then is sent back to Earth? Yes. Was he he wasn't sent. He made it back there on his own. He said he was trying yeah. to he was trying to get home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something yeah. like that. Yes. But along yes. the way he was just like wrecking everything in in his path. Yeah. Just blowing shit up. Oh yeah. Which led to the He was a bad guy. Which led to these 80s Avengers coming together yep. and battling them cuz Peter was bad. And it started off cool. But then it, we get that stereotypical uh, speech, you know. Uh-huh. It was it was Hope Van Dyne. She was a little girl, yep. And she connected with Peter Quill, and they had a talk, and she they ended up bringing Peter onto their side, and then they had to battle Ego, yep, who was kind of like a shaven Jesus, a shaven Jesus, and uh, <laughs> it was all right. Oh boy, they they seemed like they picked up each episode for the most for the yeah, most part, yeah. I mean, eh. Next one we had was I like this one. This was what if Happy Hogan saved Christmas? I did like, and this it one. was like a Die yes. Hard. Yes, yes, Die I Hard did episode. Like, this was a fun episode, but I don't like the character design they went with for when he he got uh, the Hulk blood. Yeah, I didn't like it either. Like that purple, purple pur- yep. the purple gerbil. Yeah, purple and like gerbil. His mouth, like the way that he talked, was always to the side, like this, yeah, you know, like, like he had just had a stroke. Yeah, yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> it was like he had a stroke. It was odd. It was yeah. like I enjoyed the process. Like he, he, it was all clumsy, right? Yeah. Like he accidentally got the shot, and then it was like he had a big leg. Yeah, and the rest of him was fine. And he slowly transformed, and but it was like you know, like he, he couldn't. Like you said, he couldn't even talk right because, like you said, it sounded like he had a stroke. Like, instead of, you know, oh, God, this sucks, it was like, this sucks. Uh, like, what the fuck, right? you know? I, I know. <laughs> it sucks. Um, we had Darcy. She, she came Darcy, back. Yeah, or Darcy always cracks me up. I would like to see her in some more live action. Yes. I like her character. I do, too. I've always enjoyed her character, even in Thor movies. Yes. Meow, meow. Meow, meow. Meow, meow. Oh, meow, meow. She was an all-star in WandaVision. Mm -hmm. Um, I I like her. I like her character. (laughs) Yeah, I love Uh, her. Ultimately, I like that episode. That episode, like I said, it was fun, and I enjoyed it. Oh, and um, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell returned as Justin Hammer. Yes. For that one as well. Yelpers. Uh, next, uh, episode four, what if Iron Man crashed into the Grandmaster? That one I enjoyed. I really like this really one. I really like that one. Fun yep. fun fact, this was actually supposed to be part of the first season. Okay. This episode was post- supposed to be part of season one. Uh, if you remember the finale of season one, we had that version of Gamora. Yes. 
Yes, I That's did. the version. Uh, that Gamora is the one that ended up becoming part of the, uh, what, the Guardians of the Multiverse. Okay. But, yeah, I, I do remember that version yeah. of her. Yes. So, yeah, this was supposed to air last season, but they didn't have all, all the episode completed by the mm-hmm. time they aired it, so they just pushed it on to the second, second season. season. Yep. And uh, this was kind of like, if you remember Thor Ragnarok, that's when Thor ended up on the planet of Sakaar with Jeff Goldblum's The it's Grand Master. It's your birthday. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love Jeff Goldblum. Um, uh, he's amazing. That's probably one of my more favorite MCU films. Yes. Yep. But uh, they they go a little bit of a different direction, and it's almost kind of like a Mad Max race with yeah. all these crazy vehicles. Yep. And Tony creates a suit that turns into a car. Yeah. It's kind of like a Transformers-esque Iron Man suit Kinda. type of thing. Yeah. I liked it. I liked, I liked it. it. Um, the one one scene in particular was at the end of the one the race where Tony's driving the car, mm-hmm. and then like the car turns back into the suit, and he's like fly he flies out of the car, and then the suit wraps all around him, and he's like yep. in the Hulkbuster suit with yep. the badass superhero pose. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Badass superhero pose. Um, that was a good one. I yes. like that one. Yes. Then we get to our first Peggy Carter episode, which is <clears throat> what if Captain Carter fought the Hydra Stomper? Mm-hmm. I like this one. Mm. It was all right. It was. I was about to say it. It was okay. As far as the it action is, okay. as far as the action goes, it was okay. Yeah. Um. It mainly followed Peggy Carter, mm-hmm. Natasha Romanoff. And ultim- and they were fighting Steve Rogers' version of the Hydra Stomper from the first season. Yes. But we've come to find out that the Hydra Stomper, like, he was kind of like the Winter Soldier, right? Yeah. But the Winter Soldier was being controlled by Hydra. Yes. In the MCU, where in this, the Hydra Stomper was being controlled by the Red Room, who we met in the Black Widow film. Yes. And it was uh, Natasha's mother, mm-hmm. Iron Maiden, yes. that they went up against. Yeah, and that's who she was fighting. Uh, Natasha was fighting her in this episode and Peggy Carter and then Peggy was trying to save Steve because he was in the suit and yeah, like I said, it, it some of the action I enjoyed but it was it was okay. 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 That, yeah. that, that was my, you know. This episode led into about it. led into a future episode. Yes, it did. Which wasn't the next one. No. Because the next one was your favorite. Out of the entire season, what if Kahori reshaped the world? My favorite. This huh? is your favorite episode. Why do you say this is my favorite Cause episode? Because he, he can't stop talking about it. No. It is not my favorite episode. <laughs> this fucking episode sucked. I'm sorry. It was stupid. It did not feel Marvel at all. This is nothing against indigenous Indian people, but the language, it reminded me of The Sims. I felt like I was watching an episode of The Sims, the game, mm-hmm. because, you know, The Sims have that language. Oh, yeah, won't die. What? Like, they, they, they come up with weird shit. Mm. You know what I mean? Um... After the episode, I did a little research. I found that they, they, they were trying to be authentic, and I understand 
what they were going for. It's a cartoon, okay? though, people. Um, they they worked with some people that it was an actual. I think Mohawk was the language, the the Indian language, indigenous language that they used from the Mohawk tribe. Mohican? Not Mohican. Mohawk. Oh, okay. 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 And um, then there was it. To, it was a, a period piece that took place in in North America back when the Spanish conquistadors were mm-hmm. coming and you know finding their new land, and they all spoke Spanish, and all the indigenous characters spoke Mohawk Indian, and it was subtitled. The entire yeah, had, episode. Yeah, we had to read the entire episode, and like so, I said, I did not enjoy it. Like it, yeah. Uh, it was the it was the reading. Um, it was out of place. It was complete. out of place with the series. Mm-hmm. You know, every episode, first season into this season, there hasn't been any subtitles. Mm-hmm. Now, you and I talked about if they wanted to go this route. Open the episode with them speaking the other language with the subtitles and everything, but then yeah. transition into English. Yeah, because I'm watching a cartoon. That that's exactly it. You're watching a cartoon. Number one and number two. The like I said, it did not feel like Marvel at I, all. I don't need the authenticity. No, I don't. not here. Nope. Nope. You know what I mean? Nope, nope, I don't nope. need it here. And like I said, it just. I'm sorry, but um, and it was it was a brand new character. Kahori is not from the comics. Nope. And once again, they took a female character Mm. and made her completely overpowered. Yep. She Um, saved the day because of women power, which I'll I'll touch on, late on the uh, on on a later episode. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't my favorite episode. Nope. I'm not going to hate it completely. Like there were a couple aspects that were kind of neat. But sorry, I thought this was the suckiest one of the the season. season. Yes, worse than the Nebula episode. Yeah, 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 yep. Didn't feel like Marvel at all. So then after that, we go into What If Hella Found the Ten Rings. I enjoyed this one. This one bit. wasn't bad. I enjoyed it a little bit. It was another strong women episode. It's the whole fucking season, hun. For the most part. This is the epitome of the MCU. Yeah, pretty Let, much. Let's, you know, be fucking. Uh, what's the word? Brunt, blunt about it. Brunt. Call a horse a horse. Yeah, yeah. It, it that's exactly what this season yeah. was. The MCU. Um, this is is we learned in in uh, Thor Ragnarok that Odin and his daughter Hela. He he had her help him conquer the Nine Realms. But then after the Nine Realms were conquered, he had a change of heart. He wanted peace, and he ended up imprisoning her. Mm-hmm. Okay? In this variation, it's more like the first Thor movie when Odin cast Thor out. Mm-hmm. Because he was just cocky and didn't understand what it was, what a, being a leader was supposed to be about. So he mm-hmm. cast him out. Yep. Stripped him of his powers. Did the same thing to Hela. Yeah. Stripped her of her powers and sent her to Earth. And this is Earth while um, the Mandarin. Yeah. He had the Ten Rings and he was in power. And he added a little bit of a hard-on for Hela. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. He wanted her bad. And she shows up, and she ends up going through a little bit of Shang-Chi's storyline where she finds herself in Ta Lo and gets trained by the people in Ta Lo. And then they uh, eventually come back, and Odin's like, he caught wind of the Ten Rings, and he felt that no mortal should have that kind of power. So Odin came to Earth to get the Ten Rings off of uh, Wen Wu. Yep. And that's, by this time, Hela had been trained in these um, martial arts from Ta Lo, and she she didn't need her powers because she knew how to use, like, the Earth elemental powers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and she wanted peace and, you know. Right. Yeah. And uh, eventually, she she fought off Odin, uh, won the battle, and instead of being in an all-black and green suit, she was in all-white. Because she was good. Because she's now good Hela. Mm Mm-hmm. I like this episode. Like I said, I, I I enjoyed it. I did. Now, the next one, I'm going to say, is close to being my favorite. I don't know if this is my favorite or if the finale was my favorite out of the season. But the next one is, what if the Avengers assembled in 1602? Mm. And I know for a fact this is, this is Audrey's favorite. Yeah. Oh. Gee, I wonder why. She is a huge Scarlet Witch fangirl. Mm-hmm. Love Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. And this is where we, we talked about the Peggy Carter episode before, right, where she fought the Hydra Stomper. Yeah. At the end of that episode, she got sucked into a portal, and that brought her to the year 1602 in an alternate reality where we had Avengers in this time. Yeah. I mean, you got to have a little suspension of disbelief because mm-hmm. you still had Ant-Man, and he yeah. was still able to shrink but they don't have technology. Yeah. You know? Yep. Tony Stark doesn't know what radiation is. Exactly. You know what I mean? But ultimately, we uh, find out that there's somebody in this time that is displaced. They're not from their time. And this kind of links into Multiverse of Madness when they explain that um, when somebody is in a universe that is not their own, mm-hmm. that can cause incursions. That then draws the two universes together to where they're either both going to be destroyed or one of them needs to be destroyed. Yeah. It's like a ripple effect. Yes. Yeah. So we come to find out that there's somebody in this time that is not supposed to be there besides Peggy Carter. Mm -hmm. And it's causing these rifts to open up and the world's like falling apart. Yeah. Eventually we find out it's Steve Rogers. Right when Steve Rogers was yep. fighting Thanos, he punched him in the gauntlet, hit the time stone, and the time stone warped him back to 1602 in a different reality. Yep, and they end up getting him out of there and yada yada. But now Peggy Carter's stuck in 1602. Mm-hmm. Right, and that ends with Doctor Strange showing up, uh, or I should say, Strange Supreme. Yes, Strange Supreme. From last season, he was part of the Guardians of the Multiverse. Remember, Mm -hmm. we left him with uh, Killmonger and Arnim Zola fighting over the Infinity Stones. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, here he comes to get Peggy. He needs Peggy's help. Yeah. And this this is... We're now into the finale episode. I would say the finale episode was... um, Probably my favorite just because of all the different sequences, like the action sequences. Mm-hmm. So I would say the finale is my favorite episode. 
Like I said, I'm disappointed overall with the season, but if I had to choose a favorite, Finale's my favorite. Okay. So, um, here we find out that Doctor Strange had been going around the multiverse and collecting powerful villains and heroes. Yes. And he sent <clears throat> Peggy Carter to go after one that has had escaped and but she thought she was going after a villain. She didn't know that he was collecting heroes as well. Right. He yeah, yeah. She didn't know this yet. She comes to find out because the person that he sent her after was Kahori, mm-hmm. the indigenous, Indian. the Indian girl that we met um, with that's super powered now because yeah. she has like tesseract powers. Yeah. Um. They end up teaming up. They go back to where Doctor Strange is, and it turns into this big battle where. All these heroes and villains that Strange had been collecting started breaking loose because Peggy broke them out. Yeah, because she was trying to stop Strange. And we got all kinds of crazy cameos, and it was pretty cool. That's why I liked it, yeah. We we got we got Thulk. That's, Thulk. That's Thor with Thulk. the powers of Hulk, yep. which was pretty incredible. There was uh, Hela was in there. I seen Dark Elves. I seen Shatari. We got um, Zombie Wanda back. Uh, zombie Plus Wanda came back. The zombies. And All the, the zombies. zombies. That was really cool. Um, I like. There was a cowboy Loki. Yeah, he had uh, six shooters. There was two different Thors fighting each other too. Yeah, there was Remember? two Thors fighting each other. That mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Yep. Um and oh, who was the big dude that Hella was going after? He was the big uh, fire monster guy, Surtur. Ah, uh, that's his name. Yeah, Surtur. Yeah. Surtur. Uh, yeah, he he showed up, and um, we we come to find out that Doctor Strange was collecting all these these people because he was gonna throw them in this thing they called the Forge, and the collective power of all these beings would then allow him to re. Uh, bring a rebirth to the universe that he destroyed last season with Christine. That had Christine yeah. in it. Yep. And if you remember in his episode, uh, he he had absorbed all these these interdimensional demons. Yep. Right to increase his power, he was trying to become stronger so he could save Christine. Yep. And it ultimately backfired on him, destroyed his own universe, but now he thinks he's going to be able to resurrect that universe Mm -hmm. by sacrificing all these beings. And obviously Peggy ain't having it, and Kahori ain't having it. Well, because he's not the good strange anymore. Right. He's the... He's the demon within. Well, the the the, it's, yeah. the demons inside took over. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, because of his because of his grief. Yeah. His, his grief, grief was too strong. Him, right. Yep. yep. So um, it turned into a pretty cool battle. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Peggy. Well, Peggy got the Infinity Suit from Killmonger, and yeah. that, this was a complaint of mine. Okay, yeah. like I said. And it makes a lot of sense, your complaint, because you think about it, and you're like, yeah, how the fuck did okay, that Okay, hold on a second. I don't... The, the idea of new characters that are not from the comics does not bother me, mm-hmm. okay? But you gotta give them some weaknesses. Same thing with yep. Secret Invasion. Yep. With, um... Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark's character at the end, 
They gave her like every fucking power that the MCU has the offer to offer. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And they kind of did the same thing with her. Like she just she's so overpowered. Kahori? You yeah. Yeah. You had Killmonger from last season in the Ultron Infinity suit with all the infinity stones. Mm-hmm. And she snapped her fingers and like I, I get it. She has the power of the Tesseract. That's yeah. the power of the space stone. Mm-hmm. And she displaced his body out of the suit. With yeah. the powers of the space stone, but he had all six infinity stones, dude. Exactly. Like they barely beat this fucking guy last season, and she just snapped her fingers, and he's out of the suit. Exactly. And then Peggy Carter goes over, and oh, it fits like a glove. And then yeah, she puts it on, and okay, the suit is what harnesses the power. I get that. Mm-hmm. So she's able to wear it, just like Killmonger wore it. Yeah, yeah. But eventually, you know, they're battling Strange, and it's not enough. This yeah. this suit and Kahori and all her superpowers is not quite enough, and it came down to a moment where her suit had broke off and all the Infinity Stones were laying on the ground, and she jumps at Strange, and Kahori transports all six Infinity Stones into the palm of her hand. Bare hand. Into the palm of her bare hand where she power punches Strange, That this is exactly what killed Tony Stark. It didn't even leave a scratch on her. It didn't even leave a scratch on her. Okay, and I get okay, she has the super soldier serum. All right. Yep. But, but in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One, Peter Quill mm-hmm. with the celestial powers inside him. Yep. Could barely hold on to the power stone. And then look at... That's just one stone. Look at the Hulk. The Hulk, whenever he wore the glove, he wore the glove to snap everybody back, and it destroyed his arm. Thanos. The same with Thanos. Mm-hmm. The first time he snapped his fingers, his it destroyed his arm, destroyed and then he arm, and, and, then and he did it again. Yeah, and then he did exactly. So why is it that Peggy and, he, and remember was he said fine. he goes, "I used the stones to destroy the stones, and it almost killed me." Exactly. So why is Peggy Carter walking around? And that's Thanos, fine. the Mad Titan. Yeah, and yeah, Peggy Carter takes all six Infinity Stones in her bare fucking hands, and and no. I'm sorry. You know what they're going to say? It pisses me off. They're going to say, oh, because it's a cartoon. I don't give a fuck. It's, it's supposed, supposed to be canon. It's supposed to, yes. It's supposed to be in the in the same multiverse, exactly. right? Exactly. They ended it with Yggdrasil, mm-hmm. the tree. Yep. Yep. So, and like I mean, you said, it, it's not just her, but Kahori, like, she's another overpowered fucking Way overpowered. Woman. Way overpowered. That, yeah, you got Amelia Clark, you got her, now you got fucking Peggy Carter, like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Bear Palm Peggy. Bear Palm Peggy. BPP. 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 <laughs> Booyah. Ugh. So, that's What If Season 2. Yeah, you guys, I mean, definitely check it out. It's worth a watch. Yes, I mean, if, if you're into the MCU and you like Marvel stuff, it's worth a watch. But, but go in knowing that it's still some of it's still it's the same old same old that yeah. we've been getting from Marvel lately. It is definitely the MCU pretty much every fucking episode it's with a woman hero mm-hmm. uh saves a day fucking powerful all hell whamming whamming. Like I said I'm a fucking whamming and it fucking gets on my nerves. Yeah. So yeah. Sorry. 
season yeah. three is confirmed. Yeah. Marvel dropped a, uh, you can call it a teaser trailer, but it looks like I liked it. it's a clip from, an, uh, I'm assuming this is an episode that was supposed to be part of this season that they didn't get done in time. Because in the prom- promotional yeah. prom- uh, promotional materials, they showed Red Guardian mm-hmm. for season two, yeah. and he never showed up. Yeah, so because he's not a whammon. Um, if you go to our YouTube, <laughs> if if you go to our YouTube channel, uh, FNA presents. Yeah, uh, I put the trailer up there. You can check yeah, it out. Definitely, and uh, all the FNA headlines they've been uh, getting posted there as well. Yeah. So, definitely, um, we will leave the links in the description below our episode with what we talked about to go over and check out um, Drew Gooden's video, Mm -hmm. Charlie's video, and I will also put in the link for our YouTube to go check out the episode, or I'm sorry, season three teaser for What If as well. I'm going to save this documentary for next week. Okay. I watched uh, Attack of the Duck. Oh, that's right. It's yeah. a documentary put together by Chris Gore. Yep, for Attack of the for Show. For Attack of the Show. Anybody that used to watch G4 back in the day, uh, I'm sure is very familiar with Attack of the Show. With Kevin oh, yeah. Pereira and Olivia Munn, Candace Bailey eventually. And uh, the documentary itself is available on YouTube if you want to go check it out. Um, definitely worth a watch, especially if you're a fan of the show. And yep. uh, we'll, we'll go. I'll tell you what, between now and then... Maybe I can get you to watch it, and then we can talk about it next week. Absolutely, yeah. I think um, it's about an hour long. It's not yeah. bad. And then one thing I'm going to watch on my own, I think we touched on this last episode. Yeah, in fact, we did. I'm almost positive. That May-December that's out on Netflix, it's mm-hmm. about that Mary Kay Letourneau story. Yeah. I'm going to watch it myself, because I know you're busy with work and everything. So I said, I'm going to watch it, and then I will give my review on it and see, you know, if it's a hit or a miss. Hit or a miss. Hit or a miss, baby. Uh, before we go here... I wanted to tell you, I was. Hmm. It's a little bit of an older story. I think within the last month or so. Okay. Did you hear about the the family that bought ten thousand dollars worth of Disney gift cards? No. Okay. This um, this lady, she put out a TikTok. Okay. And I'm I'm not even gonna. Play, she don't even talk. It's all subtitled or whatever. Okay, one of those. Okay. And um, here's I think it was her and a family of sixteen. Right, like her parents, her kids, like okay, a big like family, extended, yeah, gotcha. And they're, they were going to do a family vacation to Disney World, mm-hmm. and to, I don't know, if, like to save money, they might have. I don't know, if, I don't know where they're from. Maybe they have grocery store discounts like we do. Like if you buy gift cards, oh yeah, you'll get money off. You your get gas money off your gas or, your or groceries, yada yada. Yep. So for all their like ticket expenses, hotel reservations, restaurant reservations, all that stuff, they decided they're going to buy gift cards, mm-hmm. right? For Disney, oh god! And they bought ten thousand dollars worth of Disney gift cards. Must be nice. Hold on. The the from what it sounds like, it was like the the grandmother that went out and bought all these cards. Yeah, and it turned out they weren't for Disney World. They were for Disney Plus. $10,000 worth of Disney Plus subscription. Oh, my God. Which in the video they calculated equals out to about 70 years worth of Disney Plus. Oh, 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 no. Can't she get her money back? Dude, they 
say they showed the stack. Oh, I'm sure it's a fat stack. It was a stack of gift cards that was probably six to seven inches tall. And you could see the top card, and it said Disney Plus one hundred dollars. Oh no! Like I said, could she bring it back and well, get her money back? There's a good, there's a happy ending to the story. Oh, thank you. I Lord. think within twenty four forty eight hours of her posting this TikTok, it went viral. Oh, I'm sure it did. Um, Disney had reached out to her to trade them. Oh, like we'll tr- we'll give you you give us back the Disney Plus cards. We'll, we'll give, give you, you the cards that you wanted. Yeah, which is cool. I'm glad that that worked out hey, for him. I know Disney can be assholes lately, but at least they did that for. Her. I couldn't even fucking imagine. That'd be like that'd be like okay, we're like me, you, the kids, your parents, my yep. parent. We're all gonna yep. go to Disney, right? Yep. And, and I and, go. And no, no, no. Uh, and your mom, your mom goes. No, 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 no. My, your mom. My mom. Yeah. Your mom would be my, the one. My to mom do it. goes and buys all these <laughs> gift cards and comes back with with ten thousand dollars worth of fucking Disney Plus. Oh my god. Your dad would be like I'd have a goddamn heart attack. Your dad would be like, That's it, we're getting a divorce. I would. I'd have I'd have a friggin' heart attack. Oh my god, that poor old lady. Oh no. But no, like I said, at, at least, least it's a happy ending. Happy ending. It turned out good. Say, there there had to be a way for her to you know, get a refund, get you know, return all of them. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Wow. But you know, also at that, like who the fuck buys $10,000 worth of gift cards for anything? Yeah, yeah. There's no fucking way. Like, I could see, okay, getting, like, maybe $500 worth of gift cards for yeah. Disney, like, to use for souvenirs, whatever, dinner, but then again, whatever. We're, we're po' folk. Yeah, we are po' folk. There's <laughs> just $10,000 for us is like, holy wait, shit. Wait, break, if you break it down, okay, for a family that size, I mean, they're probably looking at five grand and just tickets. Yeah, I was just about to say they're probably their ticket prices are insane, astronomical. It's it's crazy. Well, you seen that 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 uh, the Star Wars Galactic Hotel thing that they mm-hmm. were doing? It failed. Yep. Nobody could afford it. Nobody. It was well, think like, about it. Was it was like ten thousand dollars a fucking night. Exactly. Think about it, sweetie. When we went to Disney World, oh god, it's been how many years? Kids were younger. Yeah, you used your military discount, and we saved a few hundred dollars, and it was it was still, it was still like three hundred bucks a ticket. Still, yeah, for it was, like a couple days. We yeah, got a it, couple day pass. We got two days. Yeah, two days because that's all we could fucking afford. It's insane. That's what pisses me off about Disney with Disney World and Disneyland. Any know? park, really? Yeah, but I mean, especially Disney. Even 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 uh, our our local theme park, Kennywood. Uh, I know, but what I'm saying is, especially Disney. You know, they always, you know, put the promotions out there. And, you know, every little kid wants to go. It's their dream. You know, it's fairy tales and, you know, princess land and, you know, just what every kid wants. Even me. I'm a big I'm a big kid myself, and I'd love to go to Disney World every year if I could. Mm-hmm. It's so expensive. They can't expect everybody to freaking, you know, afford to do it. So I I feel bad for a lot of families out there that can't go. Like I said, we got to go one time, and that's only because my cousins live down in Florida, and, they, and yeah. we got to stay with them. Right. You know? Yeah, we, yeah, we had to, we chipped in for a hotel room. Right. They paid half, we paid half. We stayed in, in the in the ghetto. It was the Disney. It was on Not the, um, the music, the music one. Right, it yeah. was on Disney's compound, but, but it, it was like, it was, in, it wasn't, 
Like when you when you pull up the Disney World, okay, like for miles you see these like these these hotel buildings with like fucking fish on the top of them. Like it looks yep. like something out of a out of a fairy tale. Oh, but not only that, the damn um uh telephone poles. They're in the shape of Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. His head. Well, you remember? I'm talking about. Remember the 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 high class hotel area? Oh, oh yes, yes. They yes. were like it was like a little city skyscrapers. You you could sit from where we were at. You could see them across the lake. Wasn't that Epcot? Was it Epcot? No, no, no. Was, was, Epcot's a part of the park. Yeah, I know. This was just hotels. Yeah, and there were skyscrapers with like. Yeah, like I, I, I seem to think like the one had like a like a swan or something on the top. It was yeah, like real you're right. decorative. You're right. But yeah. those rooms, like if you wanted to stay there, you're paying over a thousand dollars a night per person. Oh yeah, yeah. We stayed over in the like like I said, it was like the ghetto of Disney. <laughs> it was the music building. Yeah, and like the it was a one story building. Yep. Made out of cinder blocks, and they painted the cinder blocks white with music notes on them. Yeah, and it was we had like to a, take a shuttle. It to was get a, into the park. Yeah, it was like a Super Eight motel on 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 the Disney property. Yeah. It, oh my god, it, it was insane. Because remember, we were gonna go to that one place, Shades of Green. Yeah, military. Yeah, we we couldn't even afford that, Mm-mm. and we're we were fucking we're and we're military. military. Yeah, I know. Like holy shit, it's insane. But I don't know. Yeah. Well, that is a very um, happy, funny story. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm yeah, glad it worked out. I'm glad out. it worked out for him. Um. <laughs> so, anyways, I was gonna mention that flood, but whatever. Did oh, you, yeah. that there showed is, you that right yes, in Ventura, California? Flood, yeah, in California. That was that, pretty wild. Yeah, it's like it was like a tidal wave. Looked like something out of a, out of a movie. It it, it I, there was I'm, like cars floating away. Yes, it was a tidal wave. Yuppers. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah. Well, at least it washed the poop off, poop off the streets. There's enough of that <laughs> in California. <laughs> well, babe, I think that's all she wrote. I know. I see you, you're droning over there a little bit. No, I'm hungry. And the look at our kitty. I know, Gamora. She's so sweet. Our kitty Gamora, she's laying on the floor in between us right now. Yep, she's all curled up. Because she don't like to be alone. Nebula is out there somewhere. He's just getting into shit. Yeah, I know. Probably. No, I'm, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry too. Yeah. What, do, what are we having? There. We're gonna have some uh, beef stroganoff. Beef stroganoff. Yeah, buddy. That's awesome. But um, we want to wish you guys Merry Christmas again. A little and, bit late, but yeah, Merry Christmas. And we hope you have a Happy New Year and a safe one. Happy New Year. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Don't Be drink safe. and drive. People are driving crazier by the day. Yes, and especially on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Don't Got, drink and a lot of crazies are going to be out there. Yep. I know uh, myself, I am going to try and do as much of nothing yep. as I can. I'll probably do some streaming. Well, I'll I was do thinking some streaming tomorrow. Maybe uh, we can play a game with the kids or something. Yeah. You know? Because we, I'm, I'm not, yeah, we, we don't They'll drink. I'll be back tomorrow, right? Yeah. They're at my parents. We don't drink and, yeah. you know, it, if you are going to drink at a designated driver, a DD. Or call an Uber. Uber, yeah. Or stay at home. Get you know? an Uber. Or stay at home. Have people come over there. Get you know, an Uber, Boober. Have people come to you so that's, you don't have to go out. Yeah. You know? That's the best way to do it. All right. All right. Well, that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote, baby. Until uh, next time, check out YouTube. Uh, FNA yep. Presents on YouTube. Also on Twitch. I stream Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yep. Um, 
and uh, maybe a little bit more than that. I keep saying I'm going to jump on and play some games, but I never get around to it. Well, he's going to get to it. That's your another one of your New Year's resolutions. I want to I want to try and get set up to where I can play some modern games. I, I just yeah. found out that I can stream directly through the Xbox. Yeah, I just got to get a camera hooked up to it. We'll get to it. So yeah, we'll get on it. So until next time, leave us a comment, hit that subscribe button, and until next time, I'm Fred. I'm Adrian, and we We're are FNA. FNA. Bye guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.